May I have your attention, please? The following program may contain material some listeners might find offensive. In fact, in this current age of political correctness and hypersensitivity, we can pretty much guarantee it. So, if there is even the slightest chance you think you might be offended, please do us all a favor and switch to the elevator music station and leave us the hell alone so we can get back to having some real fun. Thank you. Barry might be interested in this too because I know I know he's a kind of a, a European wrestling fan. But check out a uh, Ministry of Slam is kind of a national podcast, um, which is it's kind of refreshing because I just kind of like to hear a British accent every once in a while. I don't know if that's uh, what that says about me, but it's uh, two guys from England, and they also talk about the local um, local British wrestling scene some too, which is kind of cool. The reason why. We jumped in on the bandwagon of Ministry for Slam. Uh, the main reason why I wanted to do that was because it was important to us. Is, is before we even got started into doing uh, this show, there were a couple of things that really, you know, made me want to be able to do a show, and that was, uh, you know, listening to guys like uh, Leon. Lee and Andy and uh, the guys from Dropkick Radio and uh, here in the States, I'll keep saying it and I know, you know, even though I'm a Ministry of Slam listener and I subscribe to them on iTunes, which everybody can, let me introduce myself. I'm UGA Mike. Uh, I We do the San Antonio Wrestling Show here in San Antonio. We cover the WWE news, uh, TNA news, uh, and uh, everything independent uh, as far as River City Wrestling here and uh in San Antonio. We actually have TNA's Hernandez, uh, Super Mex T-Rex as he's called, who uh, comes in and wrestles for us here at River City Wrestling when he's not in TNA. He's uh, the right-hand man of uh, Brandon Oliver, and, and we just found out that uh, that Hernandez will be on that UK tour uh, heading across the pond uh, at the beginning of October. Uh, so y'all gonna get to see him in England as, as well as we get to see him here in San Antonio. Um, what we did is, is I was a little upset with the way that, uh, that, uh, Ministry of Slam kind of got attacked on iTunes. I actually took the time out and I would tell everybody, if you take time out, go, uh, listen to the show. And if you like the show, go on iTunes and, uh, and do, a, uh, do, uh, kind of a critic's of what you like and and uh, and let them know what uh, what it is that you like about Ministry of Slam as well as us. I mean, I I know that we get hit with a lot of bad email, but uh, you know we're only 13 shows into this. They've been doing it for a lot more years, and uh, we're I've always said that we're low tech and no budget, but uh, that don't mean that we don't try really hard. Um, what we did is there was a, a guy by the name of Mark Madden. I don't know if a lot of y'all remember uh, WCW. Uh, he made a comment a that uh, the UK prick. had no wrestlers. He could not find any wrestling in the UK. And I sent them a letter because it, it upset me. Because I, I hate when when people are arrogant and don't think that uh, that all wrestlers come from just here in the U.S. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it. everybody contributes to wrestling. Uh, Japan and Mexico have been huge contributors of, uh, of wrestling, along with the United Kingdom. Um, it just kind of, 
you know, made me a little angry uh, that somebody would actually sit there and, 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 and just be so blank and blunt about it. Uh, you know, it just was like, you know, I just can't believe that somebody would do that. Uh, but you know what, that just goes to show the type of character that Mark Madden has. Welcome everybody to the UK's number one a pro wrestling talk show, The Ministry of Slam. Lee Ties and Andy Evans with you as always. And um, a little audio package at the beginning of the show for um, a couple of guys who are over in the States there from the Indie Wars uh, wrestling show and San Antonio pro wrestling yep. uh, radio show there. Thanks those guys for, for their support. I know they listen to Ministry of Slam. Huge following in the States now for Ministry of Slam. Yeah, we're not the UK's number one anymore. We are the worldwide. <laughs> Number yeah, worldwide wrestling show. Pro wrestling. But it's we can't good. do it without all of you guys listening every week to MOS and the support from the shows in the US. Exactly, exactly. And uh, lots of uh, feedback from the Bret Hart interview last week. Jesus, that's gone mental, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Loads of emails coming in uh, from uh, all over the world, basically, about the about the Bret interview and how Bret sort of came forward with so much information. Um, also want to uh, touch on uh, our sponsors, amerchandise.co.uk. Uh, mm-hmm. Check those guys out. Um, obviously, we endorse silvervision.co.uk for all your WWE DVDs. Anything else, any other uh, wrestling DVDs you want, sort of TNA, Japanese Ring of Honor, um, 1PW, all of their UK promotions and uh, UK super shows. They do clothing, they do figures, they do all sorts of stuff. At the moment, they've got a Halloween special on uh, DVD of The Monster Abyss, oh, awesome. uh, Doomsday, only nine ninety nine. So really? uh, check that out. That's um, a merchandise.co.uk. Right, I'm off to order that right now. <laughs> and it's quick delivery as well. It is, yes. They get it out within about three or four days. It's awesome delivery. It is. So order it now and it'll be here before the postal strike that kicks in on Friday. Is there a postal strike on Friday? National postal strike. Hooray. That could really hit SmackDown. Why? Oh, what's the, the game? Sorry. SmackDown's released on Friday. <laughs> I was going to say, they don't post their talent to each event, do they? They should do. <laughs> What have we right. got coming up tonight? We have got, of course, it's, uh, it's TNA's big one tonight, Bound for Glory 2009. We're going to be running down the card, talking about that um, match of the year candidate this past week on Impact, AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle. Fucking unbelievable match. I haven't seen it yet. You're going to have to talk us through that. No, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, it, it wasn't anything like, oh my God, this happened and this happened and this happened. It was just so fluid and it, it went a lot longer than a normal TNA TV match. one of those instances where you get two people... Um, that can just go in the ring and have that chemistry then they can just pull it off and they can do the storytelling yeah definitely and again you add all of the um, the, the, the different moves you like we had with Undertaker and Sean you know they've got two or three signature moves each which they do um, and they, they, they pulled those off and they, they kicked out of, of each other's moves and four or five times you thought the match was over same sort of thing with this and I think they very obviously patterned it after that match but it, it came across really well you're looking confused at the chat room at the I'm moment. not looking confused I'm actually looking quite quite impressed there's a post in the chat room from Mr. Priceless one of our legacy members yeah um, talking uh, about the Bret Hart interview now there was a mention 
somewhere that he did an interview for British Radio. There was no mention of it actually saying MOS. Yeah. And that was from the Gerwick.net website. Oh, okay. So the Brian Gerwick website. Interesting. So, uh, yeah. We'll MOS check that is, out. is yeah. taking over. Yeah, we'll have a look at that a little bit later on. If someone can provide a link, that'll be cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. If you can, if you can find that and post it in the chat room. And we'll, uh, and we'll be great. Um, also, this week, big news coming out of Stanford. Yes, there is. Uh, the second man to depart WWE uh, in 2009. In less than a month. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Shane McMahon, all of a sudden, at, totally out of the blue, resigns from WWE. I'm wondering what this is about. You know, there's a lot of conspiracies at the moment about why he's going. Is he going to go form an, an MMA group? Is he going to go and help Linda with the, with the election campaign? Mm. She should give up now. Yeah. Because she's not doing very well. Um, is he going to launch WCW? Or, as I predicted on Friday, when mm. the news broke, and I am standing by it, Shane McMahon to TNA. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> no, that, that, that won't happen. <laughs> you come up with a better idea. <laughs> He's going to launch his own MMA promotion. All right, that'll be it. I'm sure that's going to be it. it it's not going to be long, and he's going to announce something. He launches his own MMA promotion. Vince at the moment. I mean, we talked about this last week on the show. Vince at the moment is getting his ass absolutely handed to him on uh, TV and pay per view by the UFC. Um, uh, you know, as well as other MMA promotions as well. It, it you know, fans are dropping pro wrestling in droves and heading on over to MMA and, and checking out what that's got to offer. And it's uh, you get more spontaneity, you get more realism, and just the uh, emotion you can invest in these guys so much more than than what you you can in wrestling at the moment especially wwe so i think at the moment it's, it's the obvious thing to do for vince is to launch some kind of mma promotion so you know release shane from his wwe duties yeah. to, you know launch a brand new uh, mma promotion um you know hopefully it's not going to go the way of the xfl or the wbf well failures after one series yeah exactly <laughs> Um, but you know yeah I, I can see it happening the thing uh, is though it, seriously we've said this before instead of launching an MMA group yeah which fair enough I can understand why he should invest that money into a WWE product to get it back to where it is because that at the end of the day is his main bread and bar yeah but he, he hasn't been able to help so far oh no he hasn't but that is what he should do instead of trying to focus on an MMA group or a WBF or um, a WCW or anything else, he should focus on WWE because but maybe what they're trying shit. to do is is use the uh, the MMA group to pull in some money, pull in some viewers, pull in some interest, point. and then of course once you've got that up and running, you're dragging across the UFC viewers again. Uh, you use the MMA show to uh, cross promote. Not necessarily. I'm not talking about the storylines rolled into each other like Lex Luger in the WBF and wrestlers turning up at the XFL that sort of thing. But you know, just I mean we, we've seen it at UFC events, you know, The Undertaker in the crowd, Steve Austin in the crowd um, you know, you can do stuff like that for um, MMA events, you can have ads for Raw and Smackdown and ECW on the MMA show and, you know, maybe these hardcore MMA fans that have never watched wrestling before will flick the channel and just you know, go and see what this wrestling's all about and, you know, maybe it's a good way to, uh, to bring some of those uh, viewers back. There's a post in the chat room from uh, one of our new listeners, Mikey uh, who's who's put and he's just moved out of range bear with me okay there's a bear with you it's happening again <laughs> um, will he start a new MMA company or join the UFC he's attended a lot of UFCs in the last six months or so now Artis has followed that up by saying um, he won't start a new MMA promotion he's helping Linda McMahon mm. 
that apparently was announced a few days ago. Now, I'll admit I haven't seen that announcement to say that he's working with Linda McMahon. So at the moment, until I read it black and white or on the WWE website, I'm I'm tending just to be open-minded. Yeah. Um, It's a good question. Shane McMahon, UFC? I don't think so. I mean, UFC is the the main company that's kicking Vince's ass at the moment. I wouldn't... I, I don't think... I mean, obviously... You know, they're father and son. I can't imagine Vince is going to say, you know, Shane wanders into the office. I mean, you can picture it. Oh, you know, I, I, I think I, I want to leave, Dad. I'm not happy with WWE anymore. I want to pursue your outside interests. Okay, yeah, no problem. A bit disappointing, but what what do you want to do? Uh, I want to join the UFC and uh, help, you know, pound <laughs> WWE into the ground. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and I, I don't think it's to help Linda either. No, I, I mean, don't. I, I can't see what else, um, well, what he can add to linda i mean linda is out of all of them at man's is the furthest away from the wwe product that that you can get i mean she's been on tv a few times in some of the angles and some of the skits and that sort of thing but shane's been a full-time wrestler from time to time oh, God, you know? yeah. um and i think if, if you're looking for authenticity if you're looking for credibility i think keep shane as far away from your campaign as possible seeing as she's losing shitloads of money and apparently supporters though, all the time seen the email that's been sent out no there's an, an email that's been uh, sent to a couple of the wrestling news sites from a former wwe employee who worked for stephanie okay and it was talking about the relationship between shane and stephanie now apparently stephanie mcmahon is the really cool calm you know doesn't let things get to her she doesn't blow her top she has got a venomous streak in her but <laughs> She has to be because it's the only way she can get the respect from the boys. Yeah. Shane McMahon, on the other hand, mm. is the hothead. Yeah. And I Shane can imagine Mc- that. And Shane McMahon is the one who, like Vince, is a yeller and a screamer and goes partying with the boys and really does what he can to make Stephanie look, well, idiot. You know, an idiot, yeah. basically. Now, we were, we've all been sat here going, when Vince retires, give the company to Shane. Shane could steer it into that direction. Not going to happen. Shane hasn't done creative. No, no. So I now mean, we he's, can he's look at it. He's obviously had ideas bounced off of him, but yeah, yeah, he's not been a full-time member of the creative team. But now we can look at it and go, okay, maybe Shane didn't have the passion for the WWE that we thought he did have. Yeah. Maybe Stephanie and Triple H, or maybe Stephanie, are the best two to run the company. Hmm. I don't necessarily believe that. But I'm just saying... That's, you what, can that's look how at they're it. looking at it. Yeah, and we can now look at it on two different perspectives because everybody, us, the listeners, everybody, thought Shane McMahon would be the one to steer that company into a new direction. Yeah. Obviously not. It's now going to be Stephanie. Mm, yeah. Stephanie's going to be the one and Rose or whatever the little the other two little kids are that Triple H has got yeah. will eventually inherit it as well. Yeah, yeah. That's just, oh. Okay. I, I don't even want to look that far <laughs> into the future. I... I I'd really like Baby to see. Hunters. Oh God, yeah. I mean, <laughs> looking at it, I mean, Vince has said, you know, many times he's got no plans for retirement soon, and um, you know, he's he's, he's going to die before he leaves WWE, and but at the moment he's he's got to be losing or not losing, but let's say his profits are, are, are drastically down on what they were two three years ago. Oh, gotta be since the the rise or the the real rise into popularity of MMA of just the last couple of years. Well, we we turned around and said it a few weeks ago when they did UFC 100. Yeah, the amount of buys that UFC 100 have got mm. compared to WrestleMania. Yeah. There's no comparison. No, oh, no. UFC is shooting them out of the water. They've done more pay-per-view buys in six months than the WWE roster did. Mm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, again, I mean, the, the more I talk about it, the more I can really see it happening is Shane launching this MMA promotion. 
he's got his own money vince obviously can can help out with cash under the table to to get it launched you've got the marketing power of the wwe you know transfer some of those stuff over you've got um you know the promotion machine of the wwe is absolutely unparalleled and will or could quite easily match up with ufc and i i can see shane mcmahon as, as kind of a dana white type figure I really can, um, and you know, you, you've got a lot of people out there that you could take from uh, some of the the, the the wrestling background. I mean, you, you've got no one at the moment who is literally going through pro wrestling and hand picking people out, saying, "Look, do you want to do MMA? You've got the build for it, you've got the speed for it," and, and picking them out. Uh, Brock Lesnar went over, Bobby Lashley's gone over. I mean, those. I mean, there are other people, but as far as mainstream names. That's what you've got, but you, obviously Shane knows a lot of these people um, on first name terms. He can say, "Yeah, do you want to have a go?" I mean, I, I can't even think of any names at the moment. Someone like um, Nathan Jones or someone like that. I mean, he's done he's the cage fighting before. He's he's done that sort of thing. Again, I'm not saying that as a as a specific example, but people like that. People who have been a you know part of WWE before, big guys, uh, bring them in and uh, you know give them a shot at, at MMA, and, and pretty soon you're going to get the people from ufc when it comes to contract negotiation time <laughs> they know that this thing will more than likely succeed with shane at the helm and the wwe powers behind it yeah and you know you might make the jump and you know people like chuck liddell who are floating around contemplating retirement um you know bring them in for a few just to to get it properly launched even if they bring him in not as a fighter but just as an authority figure a or spokesman a spokesperson You're ken right. shamrock oh hell yeah is Dan still Seven. floating around yeah, Dan Seven. Again, these people who have got the, the pro wrestling ties. But you see, there's also a couple of people within TNA yeah. that would potentially go. I mean, you know Angle. Obviously, his contract is coming up for renewal soon with TNA, if it hasn't already. Yeah. Him and Shane were close buddies yeah. all the way through. Angle said he wants to go into MMA, go work back for Shane again. Yeah. He's yeah. got no guarantees that he's working for Vince. He's working for Shane. Although, then again, you, you could do the same sort of thing as they've got with Lashley at TNA. Angle can work with uh, WWE when it comes around to the time for an MMA fight. Leon reduces schedule a bit, chopping from the house shows, a couple of weeks off of TV and pay-per-view, and then, you know, full-on train for the, see, uh, the MMA fight. The interesting thing about that would be <coughs> if they went... Um, if Shane... Let's say, for example, Shane does launch this MMA company that what we've been talking about, right? Yeah. And Angle goes to work for him. Mm. But he signed a TNA contract. Then you'll know if it's completely independent from Vince. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a TNA wrestler working for Shane's MMA promotion. Not for Vince McMahon. Yeah. And the other thing will be no WWE Entertainment logo in the bottom left-hand exactly. corner. Exactly. Because the minute that that comes up on the screen... No, it, it's not taken seriously yeah and the other thing is as much as shane is a mcmahon mm. he doesn't want to have anybody from wwe coming on that show like they did with the xfl yeah no storylines crossing over anything like that they have to have it you have to push it totally legit again the, the the one thing they can do is have people sat in the crowd you know like they've had in ufc i mean vince must be kicking himself every time he sees a ufc event and there's people like the undertaker there's people like austin there's people like triple h sat in the arena watching the pay-per-view he must watch it and think okay they're my guys why are they yeah. being advertised on a ufc show that's yeah. kicking my ass on pay-per-view but you see you haven't seen a lot of them lately on on it's, camera on i reckon UFC. that's probably to do with the fact that vince has told him you know don't do it but on the complete opposite you don't see anybody from mma in a wwe event yeah yeah exactly it's gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting couple of months i mean the date that he's actually leaving the company yeah is new year's day yeah 2010 
I don't. I think a lot more is going to be coming out of here between now and January. Wouldn't surprise me at the beginning of 2010. Literally on the first of January 2010, there's an announcement of a launch of of something or other, yeah. or, or we at least get some more information on exactly what he's doing. There'll be some kind of press release. I'd love to find a way to get in contact with Shane. Oh, it'd be great, wouldn't it? I would just love it. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's going to be my exclusive. Little, yeah, that's going to be my little project. I think. Yeah. We we'll see. I wonder Shane. if he will. Yeah, I think we've you and I need to talk address. about this off, off air. We, we've got his email address. We do, yeah. We can uh, we can get Shane. Do you guys um, want to see us try? Do you guys want us to try and get Shane McMahon on this show? Yeah. If you do, let us oh. know and we will do what we can. Yeah, I'm quite happy with that. We'll get him on and uh, yeah, find out his motives. Why not? Yeah, give it a go. Of course, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit later on. Um, Storyline with Lee. Just want to mention, uh, if you want to get involved with that this evening, again, the concept, if you weren't listening last week behind this one, if there's anything currently in pro wrestling you're not happy with, uh, throw it my way and I will work out a way of booking it and uh, making it good or booking our way out of a hole, that kind of thing, making it interesting. Uh, send your emails studio at ministryofslam.com uh, you can post uh, some information in the chat room as well if you want to do that what it's unanimous in the chat room <laughs> what they want us to get Shane yeah well I think we'll give that a go yeah yeah we can never get told no we'll give it a try yeah um <laughs> So yeah, storyline with Lee. We're going to be doing that. The other thing we want to mention: uh, we played uh, right before access the uh, Captain Lou's history of music. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, Captain Lou Albano, of course, sadly passing away earlier this week. Um, again, a, a lot of current wrestling fans don't know who Captain Lou Albano is. Um, I mean, for for a British show, he's the manager of the legendary British Bulldogs. Um, yeah. he and was, the Wild Samoans. Yeah, the Wild Samoans as well. He worked as a heel. He worked, yeah, worked as a heel. Worked as a face. Uh, if you've seen the Cindy Lauper video, girls just want to have fun. He's, he plays the dad in that. With um, you know, that was the start of the whole rock and wrestling collection, connection in the mid eighties. He was um, Super Mario as well in the cartoon. Yes, series. he was. And then he came in in the nineties in uh, WWE as this like really skinny old guy. He'd lost so much weight. He looked ill, didn't he? Yeah, but then again, he, he kept going for. You know, a good 15 years after that. Are you watching... I mean, last week you said you signed up to WWE Classics. Yeah. On the man. You're watching, like, the Raws from 1993. Yeah. It was around the time that that he came in. Have yeah. you seen Albano yet? I haven't on there yet, no. No, I watched one this afternoon, actually, with... Uh, I think it was early 1994. It was the 10-year... Sorry, 10-year... One-year anniversary of Monday Night Raw. Um, started off by a great match with uh, one, two, three kid and Mighty Ginetti against the Quebecers. Oh. <laughs> with Johnny Polo as the manager really Johnny Polo before he became Raven fantastic <laughs> awesome some good stuff so um, yeah of course uh, our condolences to the family of Captain Lou Albano uh, died on Wednesday morning at the age of 76 you see the bad the sad thing about this was it wasn't meant to be Albano we, yeah, we reported that he was ill and he was in the hospice yeah it was only last week that the rumours were going around about the hot rod Rowdy yeah. Roddy Piper and yeah, exactly. it turned out to be someone I mean, also a legend. Haven't heard any updates on uh, on Roddy Piper, but in this instance, no news is good news. You know, if he'd sort of taken a turn for the worst, it would be all over the place. But uh, no, haven't heard anything yet. Price um, has put it best in the chat room. He's put the manager of champions, and you know what he was? Yeah, definitely. In, definitely, in the, I agree. In the eighties and the nineties, sorry, there were some really fantastic managers, and of course, you've got to put Bobby the Brain Heenan as like number one, um, Jimmy Hart and Captain Lewis Albano have got to be your top three managers of the 80s and the 90s. Yep. Mixing in Mr. Fuji as well, and, mm. you know, Sonny and all, um, Sensational Oscar. Sherry. Yeah, Sensational Sherry. Awesome. Affa. Yeah. <laughs> Virgil. 
No, no, no. Let's not do that. <laughs> um, one thing I've always wondered about Lou Albano. You know, he had the he had the um, the elastic bands attached to his face. Yeah. What was that all about? How did they, How were they attached to his face? I've got no idea, but it must have hurt like because it looked hell. like it was like a piercing or something. It actually went under his skin in places, and I don't know how did that happen. Anyone in the chat room, let us know because I don't think um, I really want to know. <laughs> yeah, it's quite painful. But he's what he wore them with the um, in the beard. As yeah, well. he tied tied it into the beard as well. Yeah. Oh, Miss Elizabeth as well. We can't forget her. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Miss Elizabeth. Oh, awesome. Oh, she was nice. Legacy days. SummerSlam, nineteen ninety-eight. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the main event. Yeah, that Christ, was good. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Anyway, um, WWE Hall of Famer Jerry the King Lawler issued the following comments on his official Twitter account regarding his failed bid in the Memphis mayoral race. Just wanted to thank everyone, supporters, followers, friends for their support and kindness the last few months. You are why I love this city. He placed fifth overall, receiving 4,044 votes or 4% of the final votes. Oh, poor King. <laughs> That's not good. He didn't really have a hope in house chance, though, did he? No, exactly. Exactly. You know, um, a wrestler from mayor. When did that ever happen? <laughs> yeah. What? Jesse the Body Ventura. Well, that was governor. Yeah, I know. That was governor. Yeah. Um, not good. Uh, have you heard about um, Lacey Von Eric? No. The other the other problems she's had over the last week. Right. Um you haven't seen Impact this week, have no, you? No, no I haven't. She does a uh, a run in. I think there was a it was a four four on four match. Right. It was uh the beautiful people who were Madison Rain and Velvet Sky, uh Alyssa Flash and Bollocks. Who else was it? I forget now. Tracy anyway, Brooks. There was a f- yes, it was Tracy Brooks. Against uh, Sarita Taylor Wilde, Christy Hemi, and Terra. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't uh, seen it. I'm just guessing. <laughs> no, you haven't seen it. Um, but anyway, I- I'm going to read this uh, th- this little excerpt. Something that obviously you wouldn't realise if you just saw it on TV. Um, there was a massive edit for the TNA Impact uh, show this week. Lacey Von Eric fell flat on her face when she ran to the ring to do a run-in during the Knockouts Elimination Match. Uh, the issues with Von Erich doesn't uh, don't end there, as uh, it's reported that she suffered a minor hamstring injury while training at the Impact Zone, and made it known all night that she was in pain. She then reportedly told a male trainer to go and get her an ice pack, and the guy ended up walking in to see a half-dressed, awesome Kong who was obviously not happy. <laughs> uh, Kong grabbed Von Erich and took her to the trainer's room, when she proceeded to cut a promo on her in front of Kurt Angle. When Von Erich went to TNA management to complain, they ended up siding with Kong. <laughs> bloody hell it really wouldn't surprise me if she's not going to be involved in with tna for much longer well so far she's uh <coughs> slagged angelina love off she's pissed off kong now twice yeah she's fallen out of the ring yeah she's fallen in the ring yeah she can't work yeah she threw a punch that missed quite blatantly in front of the hard camera yes and she put a really bad claw on yeah yeah she's done <laughs> Because, I mean, I don't know what the, the situation is with Angelina Love. I mean, the last thing we heard was they were going to be looking at um, sorting out her visa issues and getting her involved with... Um, it's all gone quiet, hasn't it? Well, yeah, it's all gone a bit quiet. Apparently, I mean, the last statement I think they publicly made was uh, there weren't any major issues to be resolved. It was just a, a technicality, and then she'd, she'd have her work visa back sorted out again, and she'd be back in TNA. I mean, I think right now TNA's got to be panicking and, and really trying to get that sorted Bring out. Bring her back. Yeah, because... You know what? I... I'm going to get heat for this. What? But Lacey Von Erich, yeah, she's hot. Yeah. But she can't work. No. And to be honest, she's a disgrace to the Von Erich family. Oh, absolutely. But, I mean, she's been training for God knows how long. 
Well, she's it's meant to be in her blood, isn't it? She's grown up. She's grown up. She grew up with like David Von Erich and the tapes of of the legacy heart. You know, the Von Erich family from WCCW. Yeah, she should have a little bit. Um, what? What? Andy, you sound like Stacy that she's a transsexual of Cena. Who posted what? that? Ben. Oh, okay. I've just had an email from him. Okay, I've yeah. got no idea what the hell you're talking about, but fair enough. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I don't, what was I saying? <laughs> Uh, about Angeline Love. Yeah. yeah. Um, instead of bringing in Lacey Von Eric, they should have just, you know, release her now. Bring in Tammy Sitch as a manager. Manager of the beautiful people. Yeah. Yeah. Madison Rain and Velvet Sky, they can do what they need, but bring in Tammy Sitch as that spokesperson. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't always work when, uh, you know, third generation, second generation, whatever, and it's in their blood. I mean, Eric Watts, WCW. Yeah. Uh, that was bad. I mean, Randy Orton, I mean, you're always programmed as far as wrestling goes, you know, oh, this is such and such's son or such and such's grandson or whatever. And it's, um, you know, they're automatically groomed to be a great superstar. I mean, you've got Rhodes and DiBiase at the moment. You've got Orton. You've got Joe Hennig. You've had people in the past. Um, I mean, D.H. Smith, of course, in the Hart Dynasty. Uh, Natalia from Jim the Avril Nidart. Uh, there's lots of these people around. And more often than not, they've obviously had the best training they've grown up around the business and they know how to deal with it they know how to handle it but at the moment it's not always a guaranteed hit i think people are desperately trying to find these uh you know the sons and daughters of these uh you know famous wrestlers and, and push them into the business even when they're not ready and people like von eric she's got a whole family that's based around wrestling and one of the most legendary yeah. wrestling families of all time. It doesn't mean she's going to be any good in the ring and it's apparent on TV at the moment. No, it doesn't. And I actually got it wrong. It's Kevin Von Erich, not David Von Erich, because he died he before died. she born. Yeah. Um, Hap Hazard's just put it in the chat room. Maybe Lacey inherited her dad's missing foot. Yeah, it sounds like... Yeah, that's why she keeps falling over. Put her foot in her mouth or something. Yeah, yeah. she's legless. Oh. Oh, dear. Anyway, moving Ooh, on. That's okay. That's We're going to go for a, com- a quick commercial break. Yes. And uh, we've got some news coming up with Kelly very shortly, touching on the news of the week. And then we're going to come back and we're going to look at Bound for Glory 2009. Uh, touch on that. We've had a, a storyline with Lee entry coming already. So we'll do that uh, probably from about 8 o'clock this evening and uh, talk about some other stuff. Entries still welcome to come in, uh, studio at ministryofslam.com. And uh, if you want me to book my way out of anything, just send in the email, studio at ministryofslam.com. I uh, got some news coming up. We'll be back after this. And of course, oh, you got no, no, no. We're still on. Oh, all right. Then. Yeah, go on. And of course, you got the answer to the Bret Hart competition. Yes, that's one thing we didn't mention at the top. Yeah, Bret Hart, Hitman, my real life in the cartoon world of wrestling. He set the uh, the question last week, which was, hang on, I wasn't prepared for this at all. Okay, I want I want to ask any and all wrestling fans if they can tell me why I had four stars or four hearts on my uh, right side of my tights on the thigh. There we go. And that question was set by uh, the Hitman Bret Hart last week. And uh, you could be winning a copy of Bret Hart Hitman, My Real Life in the Cartoon World of Pro Wrestling. Uh, we've had loads and loads of entries in. The interview went all over the place last week. Yeah. Um, we've had entries from all over the world, basically. Uh, America, and we're going to pick Australia. out. Australia. Yeah, exactly. We've had, uh, had them from all over the place. So uh, we're going to announce that a little bit later on in the show as well. So stay tuned for that. As I say, got news coming up in just a minute with Kelly. We'll be back after this.
WWE Hall of Famer Jerry the King Lawler issued the following comments on his official Twitter account regarding his failed bid in the Memphis mayoral race. Just wanted to thank everyone, supporters, followers, friends, for their support and kindness the last few months. You're why I love this city. Lawler placed fifth overall, receiving 4,044 votes, or 4% of the final vote. Guitarist Zach Wilde of Black Label Society will be performing the national anthem at TNA's Bound for Glory pay-per-view this Sunday in Irvine, CA. TNA president Dixie Carter added, We are thrilled to have Zach join us at Bound for Glory. Without any question, this will be the most memorable event in TNA Wrestling's history, and we are certain Zach will start the show with a performance people will talk about for years to come. From the Ministry of Slam News Desk, I'm Kelly with the News of the Week. This is Sarah Del Rey, and you're listening to the Ministry of Slam. Keep listening, or I'll kill you. For all of your WWE DVD needs, your one-stop source is silvervision.co.uk, the official supplier for the UK and Europe. All of the latest releases and the best prices with free post and packaging. Silvervision.co.uk is your only place to go. It's TNA Wrestling's biggest event ever. Bound for Glory. Kurt Angle, Matt Morgan, Wrestling's Best versus Wrestling's Future. The Monster Abyss. The Hardcore Legend Mick Foley. Woo-hoo! Monsters Ball. Hardcore Extreme. Samoa Joe. Bobby Lashley. It's MMA versus TNA. Plus, the Icon versus the Phenomenal AJ Styles. Will this be Sting's last match in TNA Wrestling? TNA Bound for Glory. Live Sunday, October 18th on Pay Per View. I need a domain name. You need a domain name? The boss needs one for the office softball team. Well, then he's going to want a website, email, photo sharing the works. So what are you going to do? Visit GoDaddy.com. Get everything you need fast for less than $1 a month. Candace, put your clothes back on. Dixie loves us. And we love Dixie. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. TNA Bound for Glory goes down tonight uh, live from... What the fuck is it? California. Irvine, California. Irvine, California. There we go. <laughs> See, I'm on the way. We're prepared. We're prepared. Uh, looks like it's going to be a good show. Do you know what? TNA has been great the last couple of weeks, even though I haven't seen it this past week. Um, from what you've told me, it sounds like a great impact. And even though Russo's booking it along with Ed Ferrara. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it's still got its downsides. I mean, uh, as we talked about just before the, the break there, Lacey Vaughn Eric is fucking awful. Uh, Excuse me. Um, yes. But, you know, there's lots of plus sides as well. AJ, I think, is going to do really well as champion. The match with Kurt Angle certainly, um, you know, really helped him, boosted him up. The Mick Foley and Abyss thing is looking really good. Um, who else? The the Matt Morgan thing is, is looking to be quite good as well. He teamed up with Abyss again. Did he? This past week, yeah. Are they teasing that? No. 
No, it was just a one-off thing, and he said to Abyss that he, he didn't want it to be a permanent thing, and, you know, they're, they're doing it pretty well. Um, but yeah, Matt Morgan looks like it's going to be a, a pretty good thing against Kurt Angle. Hopefully Angle will, you know, hide Morgan's weaknesses in this match, and, and, and Morgan will look, uh, look pretty good. But of course, as we heard during the news there, Zach Wilde from the... Um, Oh, fucking hell. I always get this. Black Label Society. Are they the ones who did Martin Stone's UK theme? No, you're thinking of Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, aren't you? Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the correct, us, correct, us in the, correct us in the chat room. Well, you asked. Um, <laughs> uh, we've also been told, we've had some new sound effects coming, so um, we're going we're gonna to get to those. Of course, there's the legendary... That's that's been that's going to be tonight during the Monsters Ball. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, what do we got? Of course, when we this isn't a new one; it's an old one. But when we talk of the main event mafia, we've got to say mm, organized crime. There you go. And then, I'm cool like a fool in a swimming pool. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I think it's the South Park one. Okay. Uh, we've also got. He kicked him in the penis. <laughs> oh no! And he was injured. Injured man. And we've got. Oh, fuck! That's the that best was, one. That's one of the best ones. That's the better one of them. Uh, Son of a bitch! Oh, yeah. I did that one before. That's kind uh, of good. Taylor Wilde, of course. Sick freak! Rock and Gold Dust. Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, Willis? I know. No, that, that's know. all good. We need to get. Uh, do you remember we very nearly had an interview with Todd Bridges? We at did, one point, didn't we? But then he just kept no-showing about 17 times. <laughs> we thought, no, nah, bollocks to it. Can't be asked with this anymore. Uh, oh, we've got the... What the fuck? We've got that, and we've got... You get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! That's uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, it isn't it? Is, it Johnny is. Johnny Depp. We've also got... No, it's not Johnny Depp. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Oh, oh, Gene, what's his Gene face? Wilder. Gene Wilder. Yeah. The original. Yeah, we've got... Mr. T. And we've got uh, the, the the legendary. Uh, this will probably make my computer go tits up when I start playing. <laughs> the Sky theme. The Evil Empire. The Evil Empire. And thanks to uh, um, Chris and, and Price for sending those in. Yeah, uh, we're back up to date again, yeah. of course. The whole story with the sound effects. Yeah, with uh, yeah, so many things went wrong with the sound effects, and we lost a load of them. Anyway, um, moving on. TNA Bound for Glory, of yes. course, tonight. It's going to be good. It's going to be a, a big night for TNA. And to be honest, you know, call me a TNA mark or t- TNA fanboy, all you like. I don't give a shit. I'm far more excited about this than I have been at a WWE pay per view for a long time. How can you say that? We've got bragging rights in two weeks. We got a 14 man tag team match. Brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm so ecstatic about that. No, I don't give a shit. I mean, anyone who um, thinks this is going to be a shit pay per view, I'm going to call them a WWE fanboy. Fair enough. How do you like that? Right. I don't think just from looking at it on paper, and this is not even looking in the analysis. Mm. On paper, this looks like it's going to be a great card. Yeah, I think so. Even with like the worst workers in the world, like Madison Rain and, and. Velvet Sky mm. with Lacey. Does anyone really want to watch them wrestle though? You just no. You just want to watch the intro. Exactly. Even though, what the hell is up with Velvet Sky, lady? She's been wearing trousers. Oh, she didn't on Impact. Good. It was good. And the the, the new thing they've got with the three of them with Velvet Sky, Madison Rain, and um, Lacey. Uh, Lacey. They do this like bending over thing in the middle of the ring, which is brilliant. 
can't wait until January. That's <laughs> Speaking, if she's still with the company. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of uh, the beautiful people, first match we're going to touch on TNA Knockouts Tag Team Championship match. Uh, the beautiful people, uh, Velvet, Sky, and Madison Rain against Taylor Wilde. Uh, Taylor Wilde. And Sarita. Do you know what? As much as this one's not going to be fantastic, I actually really am looking forward to seeing it. Not yeah. just because of the fact that beautiful people are getting in the ring, mm. but because Taylor Wilde and Sarita have been bloody impressive Yeah, since winning the tag team titles at um, the last pay-per-view, which was No Surrender, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, Destination X, wasn't it? Uh, no, 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 it no. might have been No Surrender. No Surrender. Oh, I can't remember. I, I, do you know I can't remember pay-per-view names. No, nor can I at the moment. I don't. Well, I can remember the names. I just don't remember when they are or what's what. They blend into each other. Which so is we're just going to say... We're just going to say September's TNA yeah, pay-per-view. The last pay-per-view. Yes. There you go. That'll yes. do. There we go. Okay. Um, so you've got uh, you've got that match. I reckon beautiful people win. Yeah. I, I reckon they'll win, but I can't see them winning the straps. Really? Yeah, I'd sing about it. I don't think they're going to uh, drop um, Taylor Wilde and Sarita yet because, to be honest, they are so good and so coherent as a tag team mm. that dropping them now to the beautiful people would actually damage the tag belts. Yeah. Because they need to be established and Taylor Wilde and Sarita need to have some title defences under their belt, make them credible. If they start dropping the belt after a month... With only what one title defense or two title defenses under their belt, yeah, it's going to become a title that really doesn't mean anything. And the thing about TNA is they don't go in for this whole dropping the belt every week, yeah, exactly. scenario that the WWE do. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, how many times has the world title changed hands this year? I think it's about on single hand. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, Angle. Who did Angle win it back from? Angle won it back um, from Joe in the King of the Mountain match. That's right, yeah. And then he dropped it to uh, Steiner. Not to Steiner. He dropped it to AJ. AJ. In that big elimination match, yeah. Yeah. uh, That was a good six months that he held the title. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, this one, I think the, the knockouts tag team championship, I mean, it was good to put them on, put it on faces to begin with Taylor Wilde and Sarita, you know, feel good moment, then winning the tournament. But this tag team championship was made for the beautiful people. Um, I mean, originally when they came up with the idea, obviously that was Angelina Love and Velvet Sky and it would have been really good with them. But I think they're still going to stick with that plan and, and go Madison Rain and, uh, and Velvet Sky. Do you know what? If the, if the rumours about the mafia are breaking up, are true because of the fact Booker T looks like he's on his way back to the WWE. Steiner's asked for his release from the company. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's going to leave uh, Tracy Brooks on the outs. Now, mm. the last few weeks, it's been Tracy Brooks and Alicia Flash. Yeah. Cheerleader Melissa. Yeah. Teaming up with Rain and Velvet Sky. Mm. And they look phenomenal as a four-way. Mm. I reckon you drop Lacey Von Eric and you put Taylor... Uh, not Taylor. Ta- Tracy Brooks, Alicia Flash... And the beautiful people together as a new faction. Yeah. Drop the beautiful people gimmick and have them and make them the dominant divas in the t- in TNA. And one of those combinations wins a tag belt. Yeah, yeah, quite possibly. Do like the demolition sort of thing. You don't know what combination is going to be. Exactly. A bit like what they did with the Spirit Squad. Yeah, yeah. But oh, but female. please don't, please don't have them like the Spirit Squad. No, no we don't want that. Tracy. Oh, don't. Uh, what's your pick on this one? Uh, I'm still going to go Taylor and Sarita. Okay, okay. Difference of opinion there. Uh, TNA Knockouts Championship. Awesome Kong versus Tara versus ODB. ODB the champion. Um, this one's interesting because they're teasing the whole big feud between Kong and Tara. Yeah. 
at the moment, but also a potential heel turn by ODB. I think uh, ODB is going to stay champion, but it's going to be because Kong and Tara just end up beating the shit out of each other and not really caring about ODB and Awesome Kong will, will eliminate Tara and ODB will get the quick pinfall on Tara. Something like that I think is will happen, but I can't see them changing the belt um, just yet unless they give the belt back to Tara and Awesome Kong and Tara that, that sets up a knockout championship for you. But again, that damages the character of ODB and all the work that they've done on ODB since getting Cody Dina away from it. Yeah. So I think you're right. I, I don't think... Or it's going to be a shock win and Kong's going to walk out with the belt do you know the thing I don't like about this is they I, I wish they'd made it a four way and stuck in Hamada yes because she is brilliant the match she had with Alyssa Flash on Impact was unbelievable finished off by with a, a moonsault um, on, off the top rope to the outside of the ring through a table onto really? Alyssa Flash unbelievable Jesus. see they should they should have those two on the pay-per-view oh definitely definitely Alicia Flash is finally getting the credibility that she deserves although of course you're going to have uh, Raisha Saeed at ringside I presume for the knockouts title match yeah so at least um, she's being used for, for something or other um, I'm still going with ODB for this one do you know what I think I'm going to go with Kong yeah okay bit there of we a, go another difference of opinion. opinion this week um, TNA Legends title uh, Hernandez oh god I'm, I'm so bad with the uh... <laughs> there we go who Hernandez. whistles when he's hunting he does, yes. yes. Uh, Hernandez versus Eric Young versus Kevin Nash, the Legends champion. Do you know what? I think this is going to be a shock win tonight, and I'm going to go with Eric Young. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Because they're, they're trying to build up the World Elite, and they need to, um, you know, a bit more gold on the World Elite wouldn't go amiss. So why not stick the Legends championship on Eric Young? He's been with the company for a while. Yeah. Um, it'd suit the new character. It'd be his, one of his first major championships, wouldn't it? Because he hasn't really won gold in TNA. Didn't he win X Division? I think he may have won the X Division once before. I really can't remember. But I know he hasn't won like Tag Team Gold or, or anything like that. Here we go. Um, I'm going to check it now. Okay. I'm going to check it. Um, Online World of Wrestling. Here we go. Championships. He has held the NWA World Tag Team Championship twice with Bobby Roode. Uh, okay. TNA World Tag Team Championship once with Kaz. The X Division Championship. Um, and that's about it. Oh, so he has held a couple of belts there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's held more than I actually thought he he had done. The problem is you you don't because of the change of persona. You don't think of it as a you don't think of him as holding any titles because he's he's done such a good job. I mean, if you think back to what eighteen months ago mm-hmm. where he was the the guy with the spiky hair who was scared of his own pyro, and then you look at the character he is now, it's a totally different character. And good on him for making it work. Actually, Lee's not reading off Wiki. He's reading off the uh, Unreal World of Professional Wrestling. Am I? Or whatever you said the website was. Online World of Wrestling. That's the one as well. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Um, just wanted to clarify some facts. I'm not reading off it. I'm just getting some information. Exactly. You know, we're professionals. Who said that anyway? Easy. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so you're going Eric Young for this one. I'm going Eric Young. I'll tell you what. This dude in TNA is their answer to Chris Jericho. Get in that way, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I think He's, so. He's... Um, yeah, not not quite to the level, but definitely their answer to, to Chris Jericho, I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, definitely not to the level. Hernandez, I don't think they're going to put a belt on him yet. <laughs> that gets so fucking annoying. Um, I don't think they're going to... Impact every week. I, yeah, I don't think they're going to put... The, yeah, I don't think they're going to put the belt on him. Kevin Nash... He, he's done what he needs to do with the belt now. There's, there's not a lot else they can do. Uh, I mean, hopefully they'll... Uh, you know, do something. You know, maybe a mafia member comes out to try and help Kevin Nash because they've got the war with uh, World mm. Elite. 
Um, and maybe something like Booker T kicks off at Kevin Nash and then Kevin has a go back at Booker T and, and whatever. You know, yeah. it sets up Booker T leaving. Uh, you can have a, a, a retirement match. I mean, some people have said that Booker T, this is going to be his last TNA pay-per-view anyway. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, tr- he tries to help Kevin Nash against Eric Young. Are they are they still doing this whole thing that Eric Young is trying to persuade Kevin Nash to work with him? No. Oh, is that all gone yeah. by the by When was that? Two weeks ago. Trying to persuade Kevin Nash? Yeah, to work with Eric Young. No, I don't think so. That's how they set up the freeway. Possibly. I don't know. Okay. Oh, the, um, yeah, they mentioned it, but I think, I mean, then Angle said to Nash that, no, don't worry about it. You know, you, you're not supposed to, you're supposed to be mafia first right. and foremost. Don't fuck around with the world elite. Okay. That sort of thing. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's going on in the chat room? Um, oh, Easy's calling you out. About what? Calling him an asshole. <laughs> well, I wasn't reading off Wikipedia. It's quite funny. There you go. It's quite funny. Whatever. Say no notice. <sighs> so, on. your pick is Eric Young. Definitely. Yeah, mine's, mine's Eric Young as well. Definitely. Next up is one. What the hell is this? Full Metal Mayhem. You can see I haven't watched TNA this week. Yeah. Full Metal Mayhem for the TNA World Tag Team titles. Team 3D versus Beer Money versus the British Invasion versus the champion Scott Steiner and Booker T. Okay. Well, I can tell you Booker T and Scott Steiner will be dropping the titles. Do you reckon? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh- from reports that we've heard, it looks as though it is going to be his last pay-per-view um, for, for TNA. Potentially for both of them. Yeah. yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. It's a good <laughs> thing. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I'm just yeah, trying yeah, to find... Yeah, he knows, easy. We're just playing around. What? Don't worry, I'll tell you later. No, no, tell me now. We want everything on air. Uh, Andy, tell him as soon as I said wiki, I said the real site. Go on, scroll up. Yes, we know. We're just playing around. <laughs> Jesus. Nice. That's what we do. I want to tr- try and find the, the full details about this um, Full Metal Mayhem. Uh, it's not on there. Whatever. Do you know what? I've got a feeling Beer Money are going to get this. Do you reckon? Yeah, I'd love it. I, I really think that Beer Money need gold on them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But they're a team that, as much as you want to respect them and not having the belt, they just look better with tag team title the british invasion another one i'd love to have to hold the belt but i don't want team free to do it because of course the i mean the, the thing we've got here is that it's for both of the championships as well it's, it's not just for the tna world tag team championship it's for the iwgp tag team championship as well really yeah uh even tna haven't put that on their website all right i didn't know that yeah um so both Who, titles whoever whoever wins this one goes out with both belts what if IWGP are happy about that or if it's another <laughs> TNA creative booking of their tag titles I doubt they even know I doubt it as well <laughs> who's um, your pick uh, British Invasion really you're yep. going World Elite again yep I'm going World Elite a clean again. house for World Elite yep why not okay fair enough I'm, I'm still going to go beer money okay although I do want I would love and I do want British Invasion to win the bout because yeah. Nick and Doug are, are two great guys um do not want Team 3D to walk out no, with a tag team title. It's boring. They, there's nothing left for them to do no. with uh, with the belts now. There's Just, no point in yeah, them having Yeah, don't them. want it to happen. Don't want it to happen. So you're going to British Invasion. I'm going Beer Money. Again, split decision. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ultimate X for the X Division Championship, currently held by Amazing Red. Now, the interesting thing about this one, originally it was a four-way X Division um, Championship match. And uh, oh, sorry, no, just a four-way match for number one contendership in the X division. That's right. right. And it was Suicide versus De Niro versus Daniels versus Homicide. Right. Uh, and then Amazing Red won the belt off of Samoa Joe, and then he 
beat Suicide this past week on Impact with Don West coming to ringside with him uh, as kind of like manager stroke spokesperson. For Suicide? No, for Amazing Red. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, and he actually works quite well. He went backstage afterwards and did a bloody good promo, funnily enough. Really? Yeah. Holy Crap. Um, so now we've got it. It's five ways. Suicide, De Niro, Daniels, Homicide, and Amazing Red in the X Division uh, title match, Ultimate X. Your pick? Red. Really? Yeah. You're not going to carry on with the whole World Elite domination angle? No. 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 Not in this one. Um, I mean, Homicide's <clears throat> held it before. Daniels held it before. Uh, so suicide. The only one is, who hasn't is De Niro, but I think that he's he's moving on for bigger things. They're doing a slow build with him. De Niro's, yeah, he's he's not in line for the exhibition belt. I think you're right though. I think Amazing Red will keep it. They're not gonna again stick the belt on him that quick after beating Samoa Joe, who mm. was meant to be the big dominant monster. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I can't see them dropping the belt again. Yeah. So it's gonna have to be Amazing Red. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I uh, the thing I'm looking forward to, I mean, we always see some, like, ridiculous spots in, in Ultimate X matches. I'm looking forward to see what Amazing Red does. Do you think Daniels is going to do the traditional Curry-Christopher move? Curry-Christopher suicide move? Yeah, where he jumps and goes to the centre of the of the thing and yeah. then falls off. I'd love that. That'd be cool. If he did it and then <laughs> fell off. I mean, I, I'm just interested to see. I mean, I, I'm not sure if it's Homicide's first X Division uh, uh, Ultimate X match. Um, I don't know about that, but I know Hernandez has done one. It's definitely a different mixture of uh, of people in the ring than we normally see. Which so. is great, because it's really, uh, you know, re- rejuvenating the X Division. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what I'd really love to see in this match? Go on. Kennedy. Yeah, there, there's rumours that he's going to be part of the show. There's rumours he's going to be backstage, and maybe even uh, come into the ring. Really? There's rumours. But then again, he signed off the whole Comania tour, which is only next month, so... But so's Lacey. Yeah, true true so who knows if that's going to happen another man who's been rumored to be uh well has confirmed he will be backstage at bound for glory uh and which has fueled rumors that he's going to be part of the show is rob van dam oh right he's confirmed he's going to be backstage i didn't know he confirmed he was backstage definitely but and then of course everyone said oh you know you're going to debut for tna have you signed and and all that kind of thing but it's not been confirmed that he's signed or anything like that but he will definitely be backstage Will he do anything? Who knows? I mean, maybe he'll just come out to the ring, talk to the fans. Maybe he won't do anything at yeah, all. Who maybe. knows? Wow. Yeah. That's it. I didn't know that. No. I didn't know that at all. That will be that'll be interesting to see if anything happens there. Uh, next up, we've got the Monsters Ball Hardcore Extreme. Now, it's a Monsters Ball match between Foley and Abyss, but there's one stipulation... Uh, sorry, two stipulations. Number one, Dr. Stevie, special guest referee. Number two, not allowed to use thumbtacks. What about the barbed wire? Uh, not been said about so is Mick Foley still coming out the faces tunnel or is he now coming uh, out the heel tunnel I think he's still coming out the face tunnel because I don't get that no he's now a fully fine heel mm. but coming out the faces tunnel and is he now aligned with Dr. Stevie yes right yes is he still Daphne. the you know executive figure backstage yep. oh god <laughs> but it works the way they've done it it, it does work really um, I mean someone has to try and make Dr. Stevie interesting yeah, I wish they'd just bring him in back as doc- as uh, Stevie Richards, drop the doctor thing, and put him in proper wrestling gear. And yeah, get him out Steve of the scrubs. Richards. Yeah, yeah. Although Daphne is hot. Yeah, zombie hot. Yeah. Uh, so hardcore extreme match, Foley and Abyss. Who's your pick? Do you know what? I'd love it to be Abyss. The couple of the promos they've done over the last couple of weeks, especially when Abyss is has been bloodied, you know, busted wide open. Um, 
exactly <laughs> was absolutely phenomenal in yeah. seeing that and letting spike get away with it and foley's been cutting some really good promos but so's abyss yeah really taking it back to that old hardcore hardcore route exactly um and i, I think that there's got to be something crazy that happens in this match some kind of spot that happens involving blood and gore and uh bring a cage down and throw mick foley off it into the announce table i think they've said no no thumbtacks but abyss you know, recently has used the the broken glass in a bag. So what you know, you could use that, and it's more effective than the the thumbtacks anyway. Yeah. So. Oh, intriguing. I so you're going to go with? I am going to go with this one. I'm going to go with Abyss. Cool. We're the same. Despite on two interference from Daphne and Stevie. What about Kelly? What do you reckon? She's going with Abyss. Kelly's going okay. Abyss. Okay. With that, we've got three matches left to go. Lashley and Joe. Um, yeah. We've got Kurt Angle versus Matt Morgan and Sting versus AJ Styles. We're going to cover them when we get back from the break. We've got a bit more news coming up, so uh, stick with us. Straight after the break, we're going to do the uh, or read out the results from the competition to win a copy of Bret Hart, Hitman, My Real Life in the Cartoon World of Wrestling. If you sent in an entry, stay tuned. We're going to be reading out the uh the answer to the competition and the winner so stick with us more band for glory bret hart competition storyline with lee right after this DNA Wrestling has opted to execute the rollover clause in Kevin Nash's contract last week and the initial word is that he has signed a new deal with the company. However, one source close to Nash feels the company rolled over his current deal for a second year. Nick Hogan, Balea, is currently training at Rikishi's Pro Wrestling School in Burbank, California. This is one of the reasons why Rikishi is believed to be a part of the upcoming Hulkamania Tour of Australia next month. We haven't been made aware of much regarding Nick's training and how well it's going so far. From the Ministry of Slam News Desk, I'm Kelly with the News of the Week. Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart. Best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And you're listening to the Ministry of Slam. Can I get one of those woo tickets? Excuse me? One of those woo tickets. It's not woo, it's woo! 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 Introducing Ric Flair's new woo! Scratch off ticket for the North Carolina Educational Lottery with a top prize of $100,000. It's enough to make anyone say, DNA Wrestling's biggest event ever. Bound for Glory. Kurt Angle, Matt Morgan, Wrestling's Best versus Wrestling's Future. The Monster Abyss. The Hardcore Legend Nick Foley. Monsters Ball. Hardcore Extreme. Samoa Joe. Bobby Lashley. It's MMA versus TNA. Plus, the Icon versus the Phenomenal EJ Styles. Will this be Sting's last match in TNA Wrestling? TNA Bound for Glory. Live Sunday, October 18th on Pay Per View. 
In our technology-dependent world, many of us are affected by the constant problems that occur with our PCs and our Internet. By the time we figure out how to use our new computer, it's already collected enough junk files and errors to affect its performance. The weeks pass by and we notice our PCs beginning to run slower and slower. Go to FastAtLast.com and take the free PC performance test. For the last 10 years, Fast at Last has been developing easy-to-use software for consumers and businesses across 55 countries. If your PC or Internet isn't running as fast as it should, Fast at Last will search for all possible errors and instantly remove them. Go to FastAtLast.com or call 1-800-965-0733. Return your PC to its original peak performance. Go to FastAtLast.com to simply download the scan that best suits your computer problems. The scan is absolutely free, and with your paid activation, you can continue to keep your computer free of those junk files and harmful programs. For more information, call 1-800-965-0733. They stepped out of the squared circle and started a revolution. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. Okay, we're back with more Ministry of Slam and uh, continuing the look at TNA Bound for Glory 2009 going down tonight on uh, pay-per-view in the United States. You can see it this Wednesday, I believe. Is it still on Bravo at the moment? I think it is. Yes. Yeah, it is. Uh, I've got... Well, no, I think the the latest news update we've had, uh, Virgin One is giving free view viewers and TNA fans the opportunity to watch TNA Impact on Virgin One on Fridays at 9 o'clock, uh, starting October 30th, 2009. Can continue to watch Impact at its regular time on Bravo on Saturdays at nine, with on calls Sunday at nine on Bravo Two, Saturday nine a.m. on Bravo, Saturday seven p.m. on Bravo Two, Sunday eight a.m. on Bravo Two, and Sunday ten o'clock in the morning on Bravo Two. Yeah, but you know the bad news about this? What's that? It's a limited time only. Right. Okay. Impact is not moving to Virgin One permanently. It's only going to be moving for a temporary base, and that is to get more people to see the TNA product, mm. and then to get them to sign up to the pay TV service that's Bravo on both Sky and the Virgin Media platforms. Right. So it's trying to get them to move away from the Freeview systems and onto the pay TV. Now that's going to cause a problem because anybody who watches Virgin One at the moment will be seeing TNA. Yeah. They will get into the TNA product and then mm. when they realize that it's going to move to a pay TV unit, yeah. they're not going to follow. But then again, I mean, they're no worse off than they already are. No. I mean, if they get some extra extra viewers, then so be it. But I don't know. Uh, I mean, it, it can help them. It might help them. But, you know, I think it will help them. Yeah, I mean, it, TNA's got to concentrate on putting on some really good TV for those couple of weeks. Yes, exactly. That's, that's where it boils down to, whether or not they'll, you know, take that into account when they're doing their booking and putting together the shows, you know, who knows? I mean, well, there's, there's no exact time frame for how long it's going to last. It could last a month, it could last two, it could last six. There is no time frame. Yeah. It's just, it is going to be a temporary uh, measure. Personally, I think it's a mistake. I would stick it on virgin one mm. i would still leave the encores on bravo yes yeah but i would put it on virgin one i would sign an exclusive deal with tna to virgin and then i would start streaming um the live pay-per-views and the preview shows why don't you put something like um put impact episodes from six months ago on virgin one as a permanent thing yeah tna retro or something yeah and say if you want up-to-date tna wrestling by Bravo yeah. too, if you're or by Bravo. But if you're happy watching six month old stuff, then watch Virgin One. Yeah, 
but the opportunity for them to also get the free pay-per-views would be a lifesaver so do we still think at the moment it's going to be on bravo yes on wednesday yes okay so that's uh it's bravo it's bravo two, two yeah yeah, At I can't nine. remember the channel. I can't remember the channel numbers anymore. No, I can't. It'll be from nine until one. Okay, nine always, p.m. till one in the morning. Yeah, they always stick ad breaks in between, like the interviews, so it always lasts four it hours, like an extra hour than it's supposed to. Yeah, it's hard work. Nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, the last three matches on uh, TNA Bound for Glory, uh, the the three big ones really: uh, MMA versus TNA submission match, the Boss Bobby Lashley versus Samoa Joe. Um. This is the one I think that suffers is going to suffer from the most build up and then not deliver in the ring because I mean Lashley, Lashley is good, he's solid, but I'd, he, he's not the best wrestler in the world, and I'd, I'd really think he's got a style clash with um, Joe. With Joe, I don't think they gel at all. Uh, the fact it's a submission match, I'm hoping they're going to go to a more you know maybe sort of theme it a little bit MMA like and have them on the ground in in holds for a lot of it and just show some on the ground wrestling because Joe can do that, Lashley can obviously do that because um, I, I just don't think they can have a proper match and make it look good no. for a reasonable amount of time on a pay per view. This is going to be the weakest <sighs> match on the card. Excuse me, I think. Yeah, you're excused. Um, it's going to be the weakest match on the card. Yeah. Again, I mean, as far as publicity goes, this is great for Bobby Lashley's uh, MMA career. It's TNA's biggest pay-per-view of the year, so obviously they're going to be uh, it's promoted all over the place. Yeah, so but this, Lashley... is, this is just like WrestleMania a couple of years ago when it was Big Show against Zakabono. Hmm. This is exactly the same thing. Well, let's just hope Samoa Joe doesn't come out in a nappy. Maybe Bobby Lashley will. He cries enough backstage. <laughs> uh, your thoughts? What's your, uh, your pick on this one? Um... <sighs> You know what? Just because of the fact I don't like Lashley, mm. I'd like Samoa Joe to win. But mm. you know damn well the amount that they've pushed Bobby Lashley since he joined TNA, yeah. they are not going to have him um, jobbing to Samoa Joe. Yeah. Therefore, Bobby Lashley first round uh, first round submission. I think I'm exactly the same. Yeah. If they do it, MMA rules. Yeah, Joe should really get the uh, get the win here. But again, they've put so much invested into Lashley, and and so many people are going to be seeing this pay per view uh, and watching it for Lashley. People from not necessarily fans, but people who um, know him from MMA and, and are going to be watching it to you know scout him and yeah. and look at him from an MMA point of view. They're going to see Lashley. And they're going to want him to a eh? Shane. Well, yeah, possibly Shane. Yeah, can you imagine that? Bobby Lashley works for TNA as a wrestler and then signs on with uh, Shane's Shane new MMA promotion. That could be cool. Um, yeah, so I'm going with uh, with Lashley as well on that one. Uh, wrestling's best versus wrestling's future. Uh, Kurt Angle versus the blueprint Matt Morgan. I'm excited about this one. Yes. I am really excited about this one because Matt Morgan has done exactly what you said he was going to do, and that is learn and grow. Yeah. He's good. He, I mean, again, everyone in in the past always said Goldberg was unbelievable. He was awesome. We we did it. We talked about WCW on Access this past or, or this evening before we got to the show, and we talked about Goldberg and and how he was WCW for a while there. And you know he couldn't work for shit in the ring. He was terrible. No, but his aura and his persona. The entrance. It, yeah, it, it got him over, and, and Matt Morgan's got that sort of thing. I mean, he's not bad in the ring. He's not an AJ Styles. He's not a Kurt Angle. No. But he does what he does well. He's a good power guy, 
And, you know, he's in there with Kurt Angle, who again can hide a lot of his weaknesses, some of the stuff he can't do. You know, Angle is quite happy to be thrown around all over the place. Completely. He's Matt Morgan is with a ring general. This is this is so similar to if it was in WWE and it was Morgan. The guy he would be against would be either Shawn Michaels, he was gonna say Shawn. the game or The Undertaker. Yeah. A ring general. Someone who they know that if they get a problem in the ring, they could call their way out of it. Yeah. This wouldn't work if it was Matt Morgan against, I don't know, for example, John Cena mm. or Matt Morgan against, um, I'm trying to think of somebody else, Samoa Joe, for example, wouldn't work. Yeah. But this one is where you've got a guy who has come so far in his career from an amateur wrestling perspective, Kurt Angle, possibly at the best in the business at the moment, mm. against someone who is a young blue chipper, a young up-and-comer, the guy who's got a fantastic physique. He's come on leaps and bounds since he was that stuttering buffoon in the WWF. Yeah. Matt Morgan has really impressed me over the last couple of months, specifically the last few months. Since they gave him a chance to headline a couple of pay-per-views, he has done well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, one of the things that I will let you know is that uh, Matt Morgan is injured Moving into the pay-per-view, he posted on his Twitter account, um, he is experiencing back spasms in three areas of his back. Really? Yes. So that is one thing that might, you know, impact the match. It's, uh, you know, presumably Morgan's going to carry on and, and be part of the match. I mean, Angle, he's injured 99% of the time anyway. He's got things that he always works through, so but uh, i mean morgan's a professional i mean if you remember when he had that thing with his with his shoulder he had that shoulder surgery and he was working for a while with the all the, the his shoulder totally yeah. strapped up i don't and think there's been a point in angle's career where he hasn't been injured at some point <laughs> exactly well i mean even when he came into wwe originally in in 2000 he had his um yeah he still had a broken neck or was recovering from the broken neck and this never properly had the chance to heal he's had other issues with his neck and his back and uh moving down into his legs and all sorts of stuff wrong with kurt angle his shoulders um but he, he just works through it and i i think matt morgan is that same sort of person that will just work through the work through the match and i think you know angle is is good enough to carry them both through it yeah um what's your your pick on this one um i've got to go matt morgan yeah I really do. I think, again, the way they've been booking him, you know, they're booking the younger guys over the established veterans, which is exactly what they needed to do because these guys were coming in. They had the WWE name. They were recognized as WWE performers. And TNA was being called WCW Mm. because that's what WCW did. Now they're learning from that. And I think... This year has been a, a year of substantial growth for TNA. And I think you and I will be talking about this at the year-end awards in, yeah. in December. The fact that what they've done is they've now realized that these guys are not going to be around forever. Mm. And they need now to start elevating. Where well, they're doing something that WWE are not doing, developing the younger talent. Exactly. If you look at the WWE roster now, you look at it a year ago, is not too much difference oh God, no. there. Whereas, um, you know, this year in... Uh, a year ago in TNA. AJ Styles, we've got as World Heavyweight Champion now. Matt Morgan's risen up through the ranks. You've got Bobby Lashley in there. You've got Mick Foley. You've got, um, obviously, Suicide, De Niro. Uh, Daniels is back. Homicide is a singles wrestler. Amazing Red back into the fold. Um, you've got uh, British Invasion. You've got Steiner and Booker T. Instead of just singles wrestlers, they're the tag team champions. Eric Young, they've changed him up. Hernandez is uh, a singles wrestler now. Um, and again, so many changes with the knockouts division. 
you know the tag team titles they're constantly refreshing things and, and trying that i mean that's one thing you've got to say about tna love them or hate them they're, they're not afraid to try new things and, experiment and yeah exactly and that's the sort of thing that Vince needs to do. He's, he's stuck in his comfort zone and he's not willing to try anything new, but that's what exactly. he needs to do. Exactly. Vince is, is, yeah. This is where we went last week. We'll yeah. reiterate what we said last week. Mm. WWE has gone stale. Yeah, totally. Very, very stale. Um, but that's a, that's another debate, which I think it'll be very intriguing to get back into again. Maybe when we next do the next um, open access, open mic night. Yeah. That might be a good one to do. Uh, so your pick is? My pick for that one is Matt Morgan. Matt Morgan. Definitely. Uh, we move on to the World Heavyweight Championship match at the top of the card. This one's been built um, really well. Sting versus AJ Styles. Uh, Styles winning the belt from uh, Kurt Angle at the last pay-per-view. Mm. Uh, thanks in part to Sting. Yep. And uh, AJ Styles giving Sting the uh, the first pay-per-view shot at the belt now there's rumors going around that this was going to be sting's last match they haven't really touched on that too much on tv but lots of rumors going around and uh, some people say it's his last match in california but he will still have other matches here and there so i, I don't know what's going to happen with this one i think you'll be taking some time off yeah but possibly there's one thing that we need to point out and it's only just come to me go on every time Bound for Glory comes along. Sting yeah. is in the main event. Yeah, and Sting walks away with the, world the TNA World Title. Yeah, not going to happen this year. I hope it doesn't. No, I really hope. And that's nothing against Sting because I think the Sting is great. I've been a huge fan of Sting for t- almost two decades. Yeah, but this is AJ's time. Totally. I think TNA understands that. I, I really think they do, and. Uh, the, I mean, I, I still think you're going to see a great match. I think you're going to see um, a lot of back and forth going about. You're going to see the old school moves from Sting. You're going to see... I mean, Sting, obviously, is nothing that he, he was like no. 20 years ago. God, no. or, but, yeah, just due to the age factor. But uh, he can still take a lot of the moves that AJ does. He still does a lot of the... Um, I won't say high-flying, but he can move around the ring pretty quickly and Do you uh, know still does the old Sting a splash, that sort of thing. Do you know the one thing about this match what? that that is quite nice is they kind of like have tried to turn AJ very subtly heel. So you've got that face dynamic of Sting. Yeah. And you've got the slightly heel dynamic of AJ. Very similar to Sean Undertaker. I think they've done it more on the respect sort of thing with... um Different to Sean Undertaker. I think it's closer to the, the Sean and Flair thing. Um, neither of them in, involved in that storyline were a heel. But you, you still had, um, you know, still built up for a great match. And it was, you know, it, it hasn't been said that it is a career ending match. But yeah. that, that's the sort of uh, thing it's building up to. Him. And uh, AJ playing the Shawn Michaels role and um, Sting playing the Ric Flair role. And I think that that's how it's going to play out. And it's basically going to be a, a, a passing of the torch here. Same, you know, they're going to push AJ as the TNA world champion. They've got Amazing Red as the X Division champion. Um, tag team champions hopefully they'll, they'll give it to some kind of new blood tonight again British Invasion they've got a lot of work to do but you know they're, they're more, there. I mean even beer money like you said I mean that was your pick for the match mm. they are the you know new faces of TNA the new breed some new faces in there I mean they, they've been around for a while but they're they're still young they're good in the ring beer money in my opinion and I've said this before and I'll say it again in my humble opinion beer money are the best tag team 
in US pro wrestling. Yeah, definitely. Out of the two big companies. Oh, I can't yeah. comment about ROH because I don't really watch it. The problem is with ROH, you've got great wrestlers, but can any of them cut a promo? Do fans no. really give a shit about them? You could stick the Briscoes in the middle of a WWE ring and, you know, people wouldn't have a fucking we, clue. Yeah, and exactly. I mean, we keep talking about the TNA event we went to in January mm. with Beer Money. The instant Beer Money came out, yeah. that crowd was on their feet. Yeah, do you I mean, know what I mean? That was the it was the loudest the crowd were almost all night I think because you had uh, yeah beer money against Team 3D. The crowd, I mean Team 3D are great at live events getting the crowd going, so the crowd were really loud for uh, Team 3D. But beer money, everyone loved beer money as well. So you had you know half the crowd cheering for beer money, half the crowd for 3D, and some people even cheering for both of them just to see a good match. They had a hardcore match all over the building, and it was great, really good stuff. Yeah. Easy to put ROH workers can cut promos. Yes, they can cut ROH style promos. Yeah. But move them into a WWE or a TNA perspective and they can't. The only two that I think can really do it without any sort of problem yeah. is McGuinness and Danielson. Exactly, which is why WWE's picked him up. It's I mean, even Punk when he came in initially, yeah, he had great matches, but he couldn't talk for shit. Joe's the same. Joe couldn't talk. Mm, exactly. And yeah, they were great. Cut great promos in uh, in Ring of Honor, both Joe and Punk. But get them into a WWE or TNA perspective, and they can't do those uh, TV uh, bullet point promos that you're supposed to do. Easy money. You think Vince wants Danielson or Nigel just for the work? No, he wants them because they're a damage to ROH. That's why he wants them, and because of the fact that TNA have got two one of the most respected British workers in their roster now, mm. being Doug Williams. Yeah, TNA are, are doing very well at. at plucking out international talent i mean hence the world elite you've got uh, you've got canada you've got japan you've got the uk uh you know people from all over the place mexico in there as well and i think wwe now are starting to see that you need you know there there is life outside of um the us and yep. canada and, and mexico that's about as far as they go you've got regal and you've got some of them i mean they're starting to move that way now with drew mcintyre and finley people like that but there's a lot of other wrestlers out there that are good um, and don't have to be American. Yeah, completely. I mean, Christ, uh, bloody Drew McIntyre is headlining a pay-per-view, a pay-per-view main event. Yeah. yeah. In a couple of weeks. And I, I think he'll do well. Oh, I do. I think he will. Yeah. So... Magnus sucks getting out Martin Stone in. Uh, uh, you know what? I don't agree with that. Magnus isn't great, but he's... He is trying very hard, and he's he's with Doug Williams. I mean, if I was going to say get one person out of the British invasion, get rid of Rob Terry, for Christ's sake. Re replace Rob Terry with Martin Stone. Yeah. But don't replace Nick. No. Nick can have an attitude. We've seen it. We spoke to him. Mm. Yeah. Nick can have a bit of an attitude. Yeah. But, like you said, he's growing. Doug Williams is the best of the best of British. Yeah. And this is where the problem with Mark Madden came in. Exactly. I mean, I'll play it again, exactly what he said a few weeks ago on, on another show. Well, I'm back from merry old England where they have no wrestling. I guess we already knew that because we've seen the guys from the British Invasion work. <laughs> and that, it, that is so it's wrong. just so wrong. It really is. So and, wrong. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've done this speech before, but yeah. I, I'm not going to do it again. Uh, you know how we feel on this one. But uh, again, yeah, there, there is life out there other than, you know, the, the traditional... Yeah, exactly. He'd be great. Spud He'd be great over in there. the Rockstar game. Absolutely. You know what? You know when we went to see um, that FWA show a couple of weeks ago, Carpe Diem. Yeah. Um, the highlight video is up mm. now. Well, part one of the highlight video. Yeah. And there's a promo between uh, Spud 
and Johnny Storm. Yeah. I tell you what, go see it because I was still chuckling this afternoon after watching it and I can remember being there live. It was awesome. Yeah, go to uh, youtube.com and type in FWA Carpe Diem, C-A-R-P-E-D-I-E-M. Yeah. Or no, D-E. D-I-E-M. Yeah. And uh, that'll come up and uh, check it out. That's the event we were at a couple of weeks ago. Um, again, we gave our review. It wasn't as good as the, the previous event they had there, but still a very solid event. And you can see some of the best workers in the UK there and why that we're so passionate about it. Yeah. Um, anyway, we've gone totally off topic here. Uh, the World Heavyweight Title Match. <laughs> this is going to be good. I'm still. I'm going with you. I'm going AJ. It's I reckon be AJ. it'll be a, a not a disgrace, but it will be a disappointment. Especially after all the hype they've done for AJ actually winning the title and the whole backstage presentation and yeah. the, the big, you know, the interview they did and the whole storyline. For AJ to suddenly drop it would be a, a massive disappointment and a slap in AJ's face. Totally. And the fans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I think because of that, that's the only way they can go is, is uh, give AJ the win in this one. Um, I'd like to see at the end, you know, a, a handshake and a hug between Sting and AJ to oh, close out the it. show. Um, Sting walking off, you know, applauding AJ. And then, you know, maybe that's the Do last you, you see of Sting for a few months. You know I'd love to see the fireworks come down and, you know, like the fan celebration again. But yep. this time with both of the men being hoisted up, you know, Sting and the respect level for Sting and all yep. that sort of stuff. Or even for AJ to win the match, shake the hand, then tell Sting to stay in the ring. Yeah. And AJ leaves and Sting gets to do a pose down or something similar to Hogan mm. or the four corner salute, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And the camera closes out with Sting and the confetti coming down. Not the title. Yeah. But Sting getting a moment yeah to really shine it would just be a nice way and then like you said take him off tv for a few months and the the good thing about this one as well is uh tna are going outside of the impact zone again for this pay-per-view um i've seen some pictures of this venue it's not enormous by any means but then they don't need to go big no because they can't fill it no um it, it's, it's still you know a sort of medium-sized arena uh but it, it's always a different sort of atmosphere when it's in a different arena than the impact zone it feels a little bit different and it's what you need for the big event so uh, I, I always think that they should move out of the impact zone for pay-per-views and then you know oh, it, in time as they grow they're growing all the time tna I think, you know, sooner or later it's going to be time to move out of the impact zone for the um, for impact. I think they need to go live. Yeah, that could work. That's their next, before they start touring, they need mm. to go live. Yeah. And they need to turn impact into a weekly live show. Because yeah. that's the only way they're going to compete with WWE because SmackDown will never go live. Mm. Then they TNA, their flagship is live. Because at the moment, Raw's the flagship show. And it's live. And that's probably why TNA haven't got as many, or uh, have lost out on quite a few viewers. People will go on and I look at the spoilers and think, oh, I know what happens now. I don't really have to sit down and watch it. Especially Whereas if it was live, yeah. you're going to be watching it every single week. Because TNA, we always talk about the, the surprises that we want out of wrestling. We want to be surprised. We want to be shocked. We want to uh, you know, not know what's going to happen next. And as far as wrestling goes, at the moment, TNA is far beyond anything as, as, as far as WWE goes. Mm -hmm. Um, for surprises you know every time the tna spoilers come up i mean i always have a sneaky look at them to yeah, see what, what's happened and you see new debuts surprise title changes attacks things like that that you know you just don't get on raw or smackdown you, you look can, on you enjoy watching it even though you know the results but can you mm. imagine what that would be like if you didn't know it was happening and you were watching it half an hour in and kurt angle dropped the title to aj or something 
yeah like that you'd be sat there marking in the middle of your seat yeah a bit like when john cena returned at the the 2008 royal rumble yeah yeah okay it was john cena and we all hated him but because we didn't know it was going to happen and it happened on a live show mm. the the fan in you came out at that point exactly and, and again tonight if the if the rvd thing happens even if it's just as we said an in-ring promo or a, an appearance something like that um, and a possible Kennedy appearance, something like that. I'm not pinning my hopes on it. 99% chance neither of them are going to be on TV. That's, but to be honest, the one I would love to see happening is Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. I Just because I've always been a there. big fan. He's, he's had verbal talks with uh, WWS, oh, sorry, with TNA uh, about joining their promotion, but I think he just wanted to take some time off for the time being. Yeah. He's uh, been a part of the, the Hulkamania tour, but I think as we move into 2010, he is going to be part of, uh, of, of TNA. Yeah, I do. I can't wait if he comes over to the UK. That will be awesome. It certainly will. It's... Uh, TNA Bound for Glory goes down tonight. You can check it out next Wednesday on uh, Bravo 2 yep. at uh, 9 p.m. Sounds and of good. Of course, we'll be doing a full review next week on the show. Another thing we'll be doing a review of is a UFC 104. Yes. Next week, of course, that goes down next Saturday. Uh, we haven't been able to get in touch with uh, with Woody, our MMA correspondent, uh, this week. So I uh, haven't got Woody with us uh, this week to give you a preview of the show. But what we're hoping to do is bring Woody back next week to give you a full rundown of uh, exactly what happened, all of the matches uh, of UFC 104. Now, I'm going to get into this uh, storyline with Lee. Good. Let's do it. Okay. Oh, we're going to do the competition. Oh, yeah, shit. We're going to do the competition, aren't we? Okay. Let me bring up all of the correct answers we had and i've got to admit a big thank you to everybody who has entered this competition we have had literally hundreds and i'm not just saying it to make it sound big we have had literally hundreds of entries from the us we've had from canada we've had australia we've had spain uh we've had where else have we had ireland yeah uh, we even just had one in Romania, didn't we? And uh, we, yeah, there's there a lot of people that we we don't even know where they're from. A lot of new listeners who you know catch up with the podcast, but the, you don't see them every week in the in the chat room because they can't listen live or they don't listen live. Um, and yeah, people that have just sent entries in, and mm. it's difficult to place where they're from. But lots and lots and lots of names that we've never seen before uh, coming out of the woodwork, and have obviously listened to the Bret Hart interview and have uh, put their entries in for this uh, this competition, which is great. Let me remind you uh, once again what the question was. Okay, I want I want to ask any and all wrestling fans if they can tell me why I had four stars or four hearts on my uh, right side of my tights on the thigh. There we go. So that's uh, Bret Hart's question. And uh, the answer to that question, the four, the four hearts on his right thigh on his wrestling tights represent his four children. Yes. There we go. And I don't think we, I mean, out of all of the, the replies we have, we did not have one wrong answer. No. Brett did say to us, though, it wasn't the hardest question, but it was a question that any Brett Hart fan should know. Exactly. And that was the whole point of, of having Brett set that question. Yeah. I must reiterate, we did not set that question. No, we asked Brett. The, you know the question he should set so and that's why he was uh, he was the one that uh, they recorded the question for it and the winner dun, of dun, this dun, one dun, dun, dun. yeah i haven't got my drums anymore I, i've got to get that ready because uh year end awards oh yeah i'll yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about them yeah, in a minute yeah. actually uh the winner is um i believe a relatively new listener to uh ministry of slam uh wakefield hitman 
is the username. I know he's he's been uh, he's been forums, chat room, that sort of thing. He has won the competition. You get a copy of uh, Bret Hart Hitman, my real life in the cartoon world of pro wrestling. Send us your address, and we will get the Bret Hart autobiography off to you. It's a great read, absolutely unbelievable read. Big old book. But, Pax, uh, do you know what? In my, in my opinion, it's the best wrestling autobiography they've done. I like that, and I like Jericho's and Foley's. What the first one? Uh, first and second one the third one was awful yeah the fourth one should be pretty good yeah yeah that's on its way soon apparently yeah um, he's already writing it yeah 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 so that that'll be pretty good so well, Wakefield Hitman again send us your address and uh, to studio at ministryislam.com and we'll get that out to you yes uh, shall I do this storyline with Lee go for it okay uh, this one from uh, from Ben one of our uh, long time listeners uh, he said right if Vince came up to you gave you two months and about twenty thousand pounds which isn't a lot uh in the big scheme of things and you've got to push your talent and you have to build to it what feuds would you do and what superstars you'll use it's kind of a tricky one let's up the ante twenty thousand dollars is not a lot uh, well i mean okay scrap the twenty thousand because the only way money would make any difference is if you were allowed to bring in new talent yeah um uh, right okay so we're talking wwe i'd have um i mean something we've been waiting for for a long time now is the ted dibiase face turn uh, i'd want to see that happen i'd want him to get right into wharton's face and set up that feud almost immediately uh something like a, a legacy match um orton come you know they're getting the shit kicked out of him orton comes down to help clips dibiase's leg something like that trips him by accident causes the defeat uh dibiase gets right in orton's face and Initially, you'd think it was one of those ones that was going to build up over the next few weeks. That was just the first sort of little straw that hasn't quite broken the camel's back yet, but it will happen. But after just that one little thing, DBSE goes ballistic. You've got security down there trying to keep them both apart. Um, maybe not have one of the matches on Raw. Have it take over a good 10-15 minute segment. The fact they're brawling all over the place. Uh, the commentators are throwing down their headsets. You know, we'll be back with you in a minute, guys. We, you know, we've stay tuned to to Monday Night Raw. We're going to be back with you at the moment. It's chaos out here. We can't let any of our other performers out because it's a dangerous situation. Have them go all over the place. Um, WWE are good at making things look like they're not scripted. Um, you know, things like the running that Brett DBS did at SummerSlam. Give it that sort of feel as though it's not supposed to be happening. You know, not wanting to disrespect Owen Hart, but have you know someone like Michael Cole drop his headset and say, "Oh, this this isn't a wrestling storyline. This isn't supposed to be happening. Drop that. Get a legitimate blood feud going between Orton and DBS." Right. We know the two of them can have a hell of a feud. Yeah. And you build that all the way up. I mean, what have we got? Two months. <sighs> I wouldn't want to blow it off in two months. I think if you use it right, that could go all the way to WrestleMania. Yeah, definitely. and that could be your WrestleMania main event. Uh, you bring up someone like Joe Hennig to partner. Sorry, for the belt. Yeah, WrestleMania for the belt. Maybe you have uh, a one-on-one -on -one match at the Royal Rumble, which is a screw job. You get, um, you know, Orton. There's a run-in with Cody Rhodes and a couple of other people. Maybe someone like Joe Hennig or the Rotundo brothers or the the Wyndham kid that's in uh, FCW as well. You know, they all come in and start beating up DBSE. By this point, DBSE has built up such a face uh, response, um, and he's. He's a face, not like Cena, who's all smiling and shaking hands with kids. You know, sort of like The Rock, you know, with, with the charisma. He loves the fans, but he's not going to be, you know, rubbing kids on the head. He's got the attitude about him still, but he's a face. 
And you just build it all the way out to WrestleMania like that. Orton versus DiBiase, main event WrestleMania, DiBiase wins the belt. How do you come up with them just Don't off know. the top of your head? Don't know. Seriously. <laughs> Because that email literally just came in tonight. Yeah, I don't know. And it, he's also put... Oh, there, there's two extra bits on it, actually. I don't know if I'll get to both of them. I'll, I'll do this bit. And if you had the chance to fire 10 superstars, who would you pick uh, and why? And explain your reasons why. Okay, right, let's go to WWE.com. I'm going to pick... I'm going to leave ECW alone because they've got enough problems at the moment as they are. Um, <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna... They haven't got enough of a roster to take 10 away from. Exactly. So I'm going to do five from Raw and I'm going to do five from SmackDown, okay? Right. We've got Raw. I'm intrigued about this, actually. Okay. First up, uh, Primo. Reason? Not over at all. Okay, fair enough. Not over at all. They can't do anything else with him. He's Carlito's brother. Big deal. Yeah. Number two. Exactly. Um, so that's one. Uh, Mark Henry, number two. Okay, I've got to ask why, because Mark Henry is actually getting over big style. But where does he go from here? Uh, yeah, good point. He, he's he's over at the moment, but what else can they do with him yeah. that hasn't been done before? He's been the world's strongest man. He's been, you know, he, he's done everything. There's nothing else for him to do. Uh, Jack Swagger, because I hate him. And he's got, his arms are too long and he just looks like an idiot. <laughs> Jamie Noble... Same sort of thing. What are they going to use him for? That's four. And... Oh, I'd love it to be Cody Rhodes, but no, they can use him. Um, Festus. So there's your five raw. There's... I'm really surprised you haven't got rid of some divas. Yeah, but they're always good for the... Um... Eye candy. Yeah, eye candy value. Okay, so for SmackDown. Right, SmackDown. Hey, Vicky Guerrero is back on the roster list. Yeah, because she's back as a full-time manager. Mm. I, no, last time I looked, she wasn't on there. It made me think that she was going to be... Um... Right, okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. Can I, can I do two straight away? Go on, then. Crime time. <laughs> <laughs> That's two. Ranjin Singh is technically on there, and I don't see the point of that now. I'd fire him, and I'd fire Great Carly, because, again, why you're not going to be able to take Great Carly serious as a heel anymore. Right. And so as a got... face, he's just stupid. It, it, what? It's not going to work. So you've so far just used two of your picks on a tag team, Carly and Ranjit Singh. You've got one more pick. I've got one more pick. Of the entire SmackDown roster. Make it count. I'm torn you between... Can, you can see the, the, the vessels in the there, brain. There, I'm torn between two people here. You've only got one pick. Uh, oh, Unless I'm really generous and say crime time can be one pick. No, because I've got three people I'm now torn between. Oh, actually, four. I'm torn. Right, if I've got one more pick left, I'm torn between Mike Knox, because why? Uh, <laughs> Layla, because she sucks. Jimmy Wang Yang. I bet she does. <laughs> and, yeah, and Charlie Haas. Charlie Haas at least can work if they use him properly. So, okay, let, let's give him a reprieve. No, I'm going get, to get rid of Layla. You get rid of Layla? Yeah. Why? Is it just because it's too difficult to choose between the other three? Yeah. Okay, fair yeah. enough. So that's that. So that's your that ten people gone from That's your ten Roll. people gone. Um, I've got the, the the last bit on this one. I'll, I'll just touch it briefly. What UK promotion would you buy if you're a promoter, and what UK talent or indie guys would you get, and how would you promote it? Um, um, I'd buy FWA as it is right now. Wouldn't change a thing, but would bring in some international talent to work with some of the UK talent just to get the crowds in and move it a bit more back down Bournemouth way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, keep it down south. So we don't, don't want have Nottingham. To travel up to Nottingham. Definitely don't. Which want we're not Nottingham. doing. No, no, definitely not. Okay. okay. Um, 
that is just about it for the storyline with Lee. If you've got any more storylines or, or anything you want me to try and resolve in the world of wrestling, you can email them in studio at ministry uh, You can fire them to me on the night because that makes me do it on the fly or give them to me a little bit earlier and I'll get a bit more involved and spend some time planning them and, and that kind of thing. I think you so, need your own little spin-off show. No. MOS <laughs> storyline. Uh, but there we are, storyline with Lee. We're going to be back after the break. What we're going to touch on first when we get back after the break is the MOS year-end awards. Yes. It's almost Halloween time, which means we've got sort of less than two months until the end of the year Don't after that. Don't say that. Um, so we're going to be uh, touching very briefly on there and how you can get involved in the uh, Ministry of Slam. It means it's almost Christmas. Huh? It means it's almost Christmas. Yep. Not long. We've got like 10 weeks now. I ain't buying presents this year. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we'll be back uh, after this with more Ministry of Slam. Show stealer Alex Shane, and you're listening to the Ministry of Slam Radio, and there are two things you can do about it. That's nothing and like it. For the latest merchandise for the top wrestling companies, including TNA, WWE, and ROH, as well as MMA, including the UFC, then you want to head to A Merchandise. The latest releases at fantastic prices. A Merchandise are also the official home of Dragon Gate memorabilia here in the UK. For more information, check out the website at www.a-merchandise.co.uk. It's TNA Wrestling's biggest event ever. Bound for Glory. Kurt Angle, Matt Morgan, Wrestling's Best versus Wrestling's Future. The Monster Abyss. The Hardcore Legend Mick Foley. Monsters Ball. Hardcore Extreme. Samoa Joe. Bobby Lashley. It's MMA versus TNA. Plus, the Icon versus the Phenomenal EJ Styles. Will this be Sting's last match in TNA Wrestling? TNA Bound for Glory. Live Sunday, October 18th on Pay-Per-View. Bud Light presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today, we salute you, Mr. Pro Wrestling Wardrobe Designer. Mr. Pro Wrestling Wardrobe Designer. While lesser designers would shy away from putting 300-pound men in spandex, you embrace it. Yes, you do. Pushing fashion to its limits, literally, you pair tights with a cape, a leotard with a mask, leather boots with a thong. All understated ways of saying, I'm going to rip your head off and look fabulous doing it. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Pro Wrestling Wardrobe Guy, because without you, a man crushing another man's head in his arms would just look silly. Mr. Pro Wrestling Wardrobe Designer. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Restoring the balance of pro wrestling radio. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. I'm cool like a fool in a swimming pool. Familiar old England where they have no wrestling. I don't think so. Stupid. 
Okay, uh, final segment here on uh, Ministry of Slam, October the 18th, 2009. It's uh, 8.38 here in the UK and uh, gearing up for TNA Bound for Glory 5. Yep. Have you been dancing again? Yep. I've been trying to ignore you. I know. <laughs> Uh, and uh, going to open it. Trying to see him go all professional, like look at. The, but I'm not looking. I'm not looking. <laughs> We're going to be uh, opening the phone lines in uh, just a few minutes. But first off, I want to touch on the Ministry of Slam Year End Awards. Uh, something we always used to do on our uh, our previous show, the Squared Circle, yep. and uh, it's always a, a nice little show. Now, our last show of 2008, which I shouldn't. I should have looked at this before I went to break. Sunday the 27th. Bloody hell. Sunday the 27th of December. Jesus Christ. Jesus, that's a nice picture. Eve Torres. Oi. On December. Anyway, uh, Sunday Jeez. the uh, 27th of December is the show where we're going to announce the winners and losers of the uh, Ministry of Slam year-end awards. Now, uh, basically what we'll do, we have a lot of different categories like um, you know, your favourite male interview of the year, your favourite female interview of the year, um, favourite MOS moment, favourite MOS show. Uh, pay-per-view of the year wrestler of the year things of that sort of nature most valuable player and of course the the listener of the year as well yeah listener of the year we're going to have that as well that's uh that's always a popular one um is square in the chat room this year no uh, no this year not. this this week no he hasn't been in there for a while i don't think square was our first one yes he was the tsc listener of the year yeah i think we've got uh several different contenders Oh, the listener of the year this year. Definitely. And an honorary award. Everyone who wins an award does get a certificate. Um, yep. Even the you know the wrestlers that we, we name and, and win the awards, we do always uh, send them a certificate out and ask them to send back a picture of themselves with the certificate so we can post it on the website. Now, the way it's all going to work, it all goes down via our forums. So what you need to do, if you're not a member of them yet, is uh, ministryofslam.com forward slash forums. Mm -hmm. uh, join up, become a member today. Totally free. A lot of great guys on there already, but that's how the, the awards will be taking place. Now, I think they're going to be from the beginning of uh, December we normally launch the, uh, the, 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 the polls, and it's going to be multi-choice. You get to vote on, um, vote on uh, who you want to... Uh, who, who, you, who you're picking for the awards... And then, uh, of course, come the end of the month, we'll tally them all up and have an official award show on the 27th of December. And the award show is really good fun because we really pull the stops out for this one. You know, yeah. uh, one year when we did um, the TSC show, we actually had a, a host from another show yeah, in the you, US. Yeah, because you went there, were you? I came in halfway through. Yeah, because uh, you, you had, had to work or something. No, so we arranged... my, um, my dad was in respite. That's right. I remember, yes. Yeah. And uh, every six weeks, I had to take some time out and go and see my dad in, in respite, you know, Family's more important than wrestling or, or a radio show. Um, so this one year, it, it kind of fell on the Friday night that we were doing TSC. And we actually called in um, Jack from was, In Your Head yeah. to come and host the show. He did the first hour and then I did the second hour. And um, they're always a really good laugh because, you know, we really let our hair down. And as, as much as we let our hair down on the sh on the show normally mm. we really just let our hair down have a laugh a lot of good fun sound effects are back yeah you name it yeah lots of uh, surprises shenanigans and of course it's christmas time as well so lots of random christmas music it's always going to be a good show but uh, and, and of course the other thing we'll do is um we'll announce or we'll officially launch the ministry of slam hall of fame now everyone who wins an award from us uh in the the year-end awards will be entered into the ministry of slam hall of fame uh, and that does include now whoever wins the listener of the year. 
Yes. So that person will be in the uh, Ministry of Slam Hall of Fame. So that's a uh, nice little claim to fame for you. Exactly. And you'll have your, your, your own little, little, little section. Yeah. And your name. Oh, it's all good. You'll join the wrestling fraternity. <laughs> the legacy. We had lots of people in the uh, in the old uh, TSC Hall of Fame. I'm trying to think. We had uh, the genius Lanny Poffo. We, we had, had Joe Legend. Joe Legend was in there. Eddie Guerrero. Yes, Eddie Guerrero was uh, honorary member. Cena. Yes, Cena was in there because he was Wrestler of the Year, wasn't he? I can't he, believe I think. we did that one. No, well, we didn't vote the, for it. The fans voted for him. Yeah. Uh, who do we have? Jericho was in there. Yes. Tammy was in there. Yep. Uh, Willow was in there for yeah. um, female uh, for female. Inter- she was listener of the, the year, listener of the 07, year. I think oh seven. Square was oh six. Square yeah. was the inaugural one. Um, it's always different when you do like the first year end awards for a, for a new show because we really go that extra mile. We did the same thing with TSC, and what is more important is only a few weeks after the year end show. Yeah, back two. Yeah. We're one. Yeah, it's our first anniversary, and that's going to be a big one. We're already planning guests for that show, our, our birthday show. Yeah. One-year anniversary show. Can you that's imagine going to we, we're going to be one year old? One, one year old for Ministry of Slam. And another thing that happens around about that sort of time, again, we want to plug it. While we're on the, the subject of awards, we want to go, uh, all you guys want to head on over to wrestlingradioawards.com. Yeah. They're already accepting a nominations for uh, interview of the year. Um, lots of different categories are accepting, um, accepting things for there at the moment. So get on over to wrestlingradioawards.com and nominate. Uh, maybe our Brett, Brett Hart interview from last week you think was an awesome interview and you think it should be interview of the year now we've won inter- we've won uh, awards from these guys before when we were at the squared circle uh, won four awards in the 2007 yep. uh, award, uh, year end awards so we want to get some silverware for Ministry of Slam yeah it's important to us you guys uh, you think guys. Ministry of Slam is uh, you know better than the squared circle so go for it uh, nominate some of our awards you know in, what? Uh, some of our interviews in there you know what TSC was a fab- fabulous show to be involved in but yep. this MOS is really kicking the ass of, of the square circle and we didn't think anything would kick that no no but it, it was a good. completely different, different breed yeah exactly exactly and completely different uh, different way of doing things right should we should we get the, the phone lines out and take a couple of calls before we finish up tonight I think we should phone lines are opening in five yeah, they're open now. They're open now. Zero two zero eight one double four five seven three six, or TSC Lee one. If you're using Skype, you can call in. Well, we're and, just connected. Uh, there we go. We're in. You're in. We're okay. in. We're awesome. In. We're connected. So uh, you can call in and uh, talk to us about anything. Talk about Shane leaving WWE. Talk about Bound for Glory. You can talk about anything you like. And uh, we've got about 15 minutes to the end of the show, so we'll squeeze a couple of phone calls in there. Yeah, and we're looking for like new listeners as well, you know? We, d- we don't just want the same guys calling in every week as much as we love our regulars. It's about time we had some new breeds, some new blood. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, uh, you guys who listen to the podcast as well, I know we, we've got so many people who listen to the podcast and don't join us live for various reasons, but try and get in and, and listen to us live uh, every so often and uh, try and phone, us, uh, phone, into the, uh, phone into the show. Yeah, right. Let's take um, a call. Oh, hang on. There's one important thing I've got to do. Hold it. Hold it. Just one second. Fair enough. Because I've, I've got, again, people who have been listening the last couple of weeks know the... Uh, Flipping the... egg. Okay, you can do it now. Okay, here we go. This... Difficulty. Oh, there we, we go. go. Right, Ready? Uh, switch over the um, lead. That'll be what it is. Wow, the professional. 
We're good, right. we're good. We'll, we'll try this now. Right, try it again. Okay, ready? That's better. Welcome to the Ministry of Slam. Hello. Evening. Hello. Hello. No one there? No. Right, switch the leads again. Oh, <laughs> oh I love this. Hello? Hey, this is Dan from Chicago. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Good, it's been all a while, guys. How you doing? We're doing good, we're doing good. Sorry about that. A couple of technical issues with the phone line. I'm actually the first caller for a change. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're looking forward to uh, Bound for Glory thing, today? Say that again. I said it's hard to get in your show sometimes, but I guess that's a good thing for you guys, huh? It is a good thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to hear new callers or some of the people that we don't normally hear. So Normally it's the same three or four people week in, week out, which is good, and we appreciate all the calls, but uh, it's good to get some different people on the air every so often. Um, now, of course, from a US perspective, what's the, the build-up to Bound for Glory been like? What are you thinking of the, the build-up to the pay-per-view? It's getting me aggravated because I don't want to get it because I'm just the, you know it's like $10 extra. So I might do it in other ways, but yeah. I'm looking forward to it because it's the realism now. You know, they're showing a lot. Like I enjoyed Impact this week because they went to Bobby Lashley's house. I thought that was kind of cool, and they were you know interviewing him yeah. for the matchup. You know, I thought that was kind of cool, and I just like it now. I'm really starting to dig TNA a little bit more now. Exactly. I mean, if you haven't seen it, um, check out the end of Impact, and I think they've they've released it through other means as well as a, a like a TNA uh, pre-show, and I think it's going to be on as a pre-show for the pay-per-view as well. But they do a very similar sort of build-up to uh, the show, like UFC do, and they go to the homes and they look at the behind-the-scenes sort of stuff and how the guys train and all that kind of thing. It gives a really different aspect to it, and nice little build for the show. And I do believe, I know you guys are going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> Shane McMahon will be on TNA television before 2010 <laughs> is over with. Wow. You, you, you're looking at my logic. I, <laughs> I agree with you. I think that'd be awesome. Shane McMahon has the power to put TNA live. He yep. has the power to put him on Monday nights. And uh, I think it's funny that all, the, all these changes are now happening with TNA. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as I said earlier, the the one thing you can't take away from TNA is that they do try new things. And I think that's the one thing that's crippling WWE at the moment is they're just sticking to the same format and and not doing anything new. But uh, TNA are actually you know trying new things. Sometimes it doesn't work, but a lot of the times it does, and and that's what we need. We just need new concepts and, and new ideas. And I think Rob Van Dam will show up because I know he does his sh you know he lives in California. Now, you know, now, and he does his show from California. He, I listen to his uh, show every week. Well, when he has it every, you know, he sometimes takes a break and then comes, like, he did a show, TNA versus WWE. I don't mm. know if you guys heard that. Yeah. And a lot of the callers, this one caller was so funny. He was, like, 10 years old, and he goes, well, don't go to, don't go to TNA because that's where all the old WWE rejects go to die or something like that. <laughs> that's what the 10-year-old caller said. It was awesome. I thought that was kind of funny, but I think I think TNA is a good fit for him. What do you think? 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, the the, the thing that will be good about TNA is he, he can go back to WWE, uh, but a lot of the guys on top are the same guys that have, have been there for a while. There's Triple H, there's Sean, there's Batista, there's Cena, there's Orton. But if he goes to TNA, I mean, like we said, or like Andy said earlier, there's there's people like AJ. He could have a great match with AJ, uh, a match with Sting before Sting retires. Uh, people like Matt Morgan. There's just so many new, fresh feuds that could be made uh, with RVD and TNA. And I think I'm going to pick Sting over AJ tonight because I don't know if you caught the well. I don't know like with the with the pre-show, you know, with them hyping up the pay-per-view. Yeah. My wife actually made this comment that um, they're building the TNA Bound for Glory like WrestleMania, correct? Yes, that's it. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing: they made it like Sting is undefeated at Bound for Glory, correct? Yeah, he that's right. He was also undefeated at WrestleMania, The Undertaker. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking that Sting's going to go over every year just like The Undertaker does at WrestleMania. I, I don't think Sting's going to wrestle all the time after Bound for Glory, but he's going to show up at Bound for Glory around that time frame, get his name out there and wrestle at Bound for Glory and have an undefeated streak like The Undertaker. Do you think that's going to kill AJ's run, though? Um, no, because I think he's... The way he kind of like pouted at the end of him turning heel, mm. I think he's going to turn heel and then he could be a better chaser than a title holder like, you know, like, say, Triple H. You know, Triple H is a better title chaser than a title holder. I think AJ's going to be a better title chaser than a title holder. Yeah, yeah, definitely could work. We'll we'll see what happens on uh, on TNA Bound for Glory uh, pay per view tonight in the US. Of course, uh, UK fans once again can watch it this Wednesday on Bravo to 9 p.m. here in the UK. Dan, it's great to hear from you. Yeah, it's awesome. Like I said, it's kind of hard for me to be in the chat room, but I still, you know, do listen. Footballs are insane here on on, on Sundays in the U.S. <laughs> so you know, I, I still download the shows. I try to get in the chat room every now and then. But like I said, football out here in the NFL is just it's just. It's just our, our, our time that we watch football on Sunday. Yeah, so yeah. I, no, that's I cool. still listen to the show, and it's awesome. Excellent. That's great to hear from you, Dan. Well, uh, well d- don't make it so long next time. Come on again in a couple of weeks. I will, I will, I will. Thank you. All right, Take no care. Problem. Cheers, Dan. And, and mark, Bye-bye. mark it Bye. down. Shane McMahon will be on TNA television in 2010. <laughs> we'll, we'll look out for it. <laughs> All right. All right, See, bye, ya. Guys. See ya, Dan. Bye. Okay, we got another call coming uh, through. Go. Zach. Zach cancelled the call. Zach cancelled the call. That's okay, not good. Fine. No. Okay. Oh, he's calling again. He's, he's calling, calling again. again. Here we go. Welcome, Zach. Hey guys, you're right. Yes, yes, we're good. How are you? Uh, not bad. Sorry, but it's technical difficulty on my end that time. That's all right. It must be catching. <laughs> yeah, it's a pure computerly. It's spreading viruses across the internet. It's Windows called, Seven people. It's called the Evil Empire. <laughs> Sky are taking over. Yeah, they, they certainly are. are. Anyway, guys, uh, it's Mason Morrison for you. Did you see the dirt sheet on SmackDown? No, I haven't watched SmackDown yet. No. <laughs> Go, did a dirt sheet with John Morrison and The Miz, and both of them caught fantastic promos. It was just so good. Really? And it, it was really good. Like they had it in the ring, and it was set out like the normal dirt sheet set, but they had one half of the ring painted red and the other painted blue. Right. I have to see yeah, that. Yeah. Sat on each end of the ring. It was so good, and a really good promo on each other. Of course, they got the uh, the US title versus the IC title at Bragging Rights, isn't mm. it? They have, yeah, and they're also trying to tie that in with the tag teams now because Jericho mentioned it about, oh, yeah, and I'm uh, motivating Morrison to beat the Miz and all that kind of stuff. 
Ah, okay. You're making out that DX and Jericho are the captains of both of them as well. Well, Kane's the co-captain now of the SmackDown team as well. Yeah, he is, yeah, which is quite funny. He came out and sort of Jericho's reaction to it was good. <laughs> That's but a hey, also, the cardboard Shawn Michaels on Raw. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, funnily enough, it actually does more than Shawn Michaels does these days. <laughs> well, I'm also expecting a cardboard Shane O'Mac after the 1st of January. <laughs> That would be brilliant. They can like just say that he's uh, he's still part of WWE. Bring out the cardboard cutout. <laughs> Vince stick him just in, brings him. Stick him in an inferno match with Kane. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, a shame that Shane's going. And obviously, I was quite shocked when I saw it. I mean, I saw it. It must not long after it came out, and I spoke to you, Andy, on Facebook, didn't I? You did. And yeah, I sort of really shocked and didn't quite believe it at first. But obviously, he's going going somewhere. God knows where though. Um, what what's your best guess? TNA. Yeah, I'm thinking MMA, it's not going to be TNA. No, it's, it's not going to be TNA. It's TNA. <laughs> I, I know if, even if he has fell out with his father, he won't be that evil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, he knew if he did that, Vince would just up the ante so much he'd crush TNA. Yeah. It would annoy yeah. Vince that much, he would just do whatever it takes to either buy TNA or destroy it. Exactly. I mean, Vince, I mean, at the end of the day, WWE's not doing so great at the moment, but they're still a multi-million dollar company, um, you know, that making money left, right and centre. And this is when Vince is resting back on his laurels with no competition. Um, we all know, I mean, going back to the Attitude Era again, I mean, we, we keep banging this over the head like a dead horse, but it's when Vince is pushed and he has competition, that's when his creative juices get flowing exactly. and, you know, he really yeah. pushes the envelope. When you think he's under attack... And he's not going to be able to get out of it. He brings his best to the table. Mm. But he hasn't I mean, got any... That's why TNA are good at the level they're at at the minute, because they're not big enough to be a threat to WWE, which is good for them, because Vince doesn't really see them as a threat, therefore he won't up the ante and he won't try and crush them. But you see, what they need to do now, though, is up the ante. And yeah. that means not target Raw, because that is the flash show, but they're already beating ECW in the ratings. So why not move the day of the show to ECW, start a Tuesday night war or something, or even move it to Fridays and fight SmackDown. Yeah, so, I mean, if it went to Tuesdays and went against ECW, that would only be beneficial for ECW. Yeah. It would, yeah. Make, it would make ECW that much better, and it, TNA would benefit from having a bit of competition. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem was they'd make ECW a two-hour show. <laughs> oh God, no, no, no! I didn't, I didn't mean that at all. Don't no, pop no, no. two hours, please. Christ. I mean, an hour show is good, and I do enjoy ECW. But if ECW was on for two hours, I think killing myself would be the better option. Abraham Washington for the entire second hour. Oh Jesus Christ! Can somebody please knock him out? <laughs> Seriously, beat him shitless. I hate him. You know, something we haven't touched on is um, the the guest host we've got this Monday on Raw. Who is it? Snoop Dogg. Is it? Yeah. Who is it? Oh. WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, no. Snoopy Dogg is something I called him. <laughs> <laughs> not that. I'm going to have to do my Snoop Dogg impression next week on uh, Ministry of Slam. Oh, yeah, I remember you doing that on TSE. Yeah. On one of the last ones you did, the Snoop Dogg impression. Yeah, it was good. Okay, <laughs> I seriously can't remember this. You can't remember that. No, I'll do it next week. Okay. I'll do it next week. Because Fair what enough. I'll do, I'll, I'll get one of his speeches from Raw and I will do it word for word next week on the show. Fair enough. As long as we don't do the raccoon singing again. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> uh, anyway, I came up with an interesting thing on the uh, in the forums and on the chat, and I don't know if we've got a reaction or not. But guest host for MOS, who would you have? Guest host for MOS. Yeah. Holy shit! Are we talking famous people or uh, anybody? As long as the name's not Stuart or Claw, 
Yeah, I'm open. Just, yeah. Um, <laughs> guest host for MOS. Um, oh, Jesus. That's um, a good one. That is a really good one. I know who I'd like. Go on. You're Jonathan, gonna... Jonathan Ross. Yeah, Jonathan Ross would be awesome. He's a famous guy, and he's... Um, and I've just got an email from Rob Van Dam. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry, random. Uh, Rob Van Dam is a guest host. He's good at radio. Yeah, definitely. Jonathan Ross would oh, be. Oh God, excellent. no! <laughs> Two hours of need stone. <laughs> Robbie Williams, if you saw his X Factor performance last week. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> or uh, yeah, uh, with... I thought a guest host idea would be quite cool for us to do. Go on. Uh, no. no, no, I'm trying to think. Of oh, just the, the, the concept. Well, go on, Zach. You just raised it. Who would you want to be a guest host? I don't know. I mean, I thought Spider was really good when he was on. Yeah. Just someone like that, or even like Binto and Aaron Price. I think they're really good as well. So one person I definitely don't want on is Cheryl Cole. Aww. Oh, God. No, she does my What head. if she came in the studio naked? I'd say, fuck off, put some clothes on, and then I'd lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have to come down to the studio if you're doing that show. <laughs> yeah, you, you can Mate, take you over. I wouldn't let anybody in apart from me. <laughs> <laughs> Andy and Cheryl Cole and no less live. <laughs> anyway, hey, guys, Edge I'm and Lita got away with it. Speak to you next week. Okay, okay mate. Callers. Take Let's care. Call in. I want to hear some new people. Okay, doke. Cheers. Bye. Bye, bye. Bye. The phone lines are open. Yeah, uh, we're gonna take one more call. I think. Okay. Are we gonna take one more? One more. Should we take we one more? We're gonna take one more. We got one more. We got one more. We okay. Got one more. Go on, do it. Welcome to the ministry. Ministry? Ministry. The Ministry of Sam, Andy? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, I know what they're doing, and I've got to play the sound effect again. Oh, uh, God. Is that from South I'm Park? I'm cool like a fool in a swimming pool. Yes. <laughs> 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 you know not Timmy, the other one, the comedian. Do you know, I haven't seen South Park for years. I think it was around about the Timmy era and when Kenny died the last time and then they brought Butters in as the fourth kid. And Have you ever, have you ever yeah. seen the film They Live with Roddy Piper? Oh, yes. You know the fight that they have? Right. They actually had a cripple fight with Jimmy and Timmy. Oh. And the- <laughs> <laughs> you can just type in uh, South Park Cripple Fight in the YouTube. It's not nice. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Had an idea, by the way, about not during the show. Oh, all right, not during the show. <laughs> I have an idea, by the way, if Booker T comes back to WWE. Go on, Kofi Kingston's father, man. You could team up with Kofi Kingston, and the tag team could be tea or coffee. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Best tag team ever. And then you can um, Gregory Helms could uh, go back to his WCW gimmick of Sugar Shane Helms. So it's like, and sometimes he's with him, sometimes he's not. It's like, do you want sugar or not? Is there, is there any wrestler we can think of could be like tea and biscuits or something? <laughs> You've got um, Jesse and Festus with biscuits and gravy. Yeah, well, yeah, you could do that. You could do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. We're going too far with this. <laughs> yeah. I um, enjoyed uh, Impact on Saturday, but mm, it was... Beautiful people. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Uh, I wish they'd have kept it in with uh, uh, Lacey falling on the face. Yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> would have been. Uh, I, th- I thought it ended very abruptly, like whenever Sting, whenever the match was over, and then Sting came down. Now that that was it, it was finished. Yeah, although I think they were they were a bit conscious of it being a full three hour impact and and wanting to get out of there pretty quickly and trying to keep the fans entertained. But mm. um, yeah. yeah, 
Different, very different. Andy, what's going on in the chat room? Well, Zach's just put a post in the chat room regarding the guest host. Go um, on. And that <laughs> is the MOS Legacy mm. with you and me calling in. Right. I can't even work this fucking equipment, let alone anyone else. <laughs> I, I minor, minor details. Uh. <laughs> no, <laughs> not when we're live. Who would you say, want th- to be? Thank the... you to Zach for the compliment of recommending us for guest hosts. Yeah, we owe you 20 quid, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you uh, want to be I guest host? I also have to give a shout out to Mr. Priceless. He's away to some year end award or something to do with his work. His work. So, um, okay. and, of, and of course, Big Ron. Yes, that's right. Yes, Big, Big Ron Striker. Ron Atkinson, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, Do you think he's, no, he's happy uh, being called Big Ron? Ron Striker. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's been happy? He's happy being called Big Ron. Oh well, it was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> he's not gonna like. He's not gonna appreciate that one iota. But at least you call him Big instead of Little Ron. Think <laughs> <laughs> Little true. Ron. Oh dear. <laughs> So, uh, what you you guys? What are, if you're looking at celebrities, um, guest hosts for MOS? Ooh, but I must, I must say, like what Zach said, RVD. That would be an interesting two hours. Of <laughs> I wouldn't be able high. to see the computer screen with the smoke in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a yellow monitor. Um, I don't, I don't Mr. Mr. T. Mr. T would be say, good. I, I'd yeah. probably say uh, Ken Anderson. I thought, think he would be very good. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely, Mr. Anderson. Things we'd want it to be someone who could get into the studio. That would definitely be good. Yeah. So you get the audio quality. Just, just, just Lee Collins. Do you know, I was yes. thinking that as well. We JMC. should do it. We should do it. He would be, oh, definitely be a good one. We've got his agent details. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Yeah, we'll we'll approach him as uh, guest host for Ministry of Slam. Or how, how about Richard Hammond? Oh, the hamster. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> so what? You know, TNA are coming over in January. Yeah. We should try and see if we can get a TNA superstar in the studio. Guest And host. do a special MOS. Even if it's a tape segment that we interlink. Well, no, I mean, they can show. do it live. I'll just sit back and produce for the night. Yeah, but it's on a get, Tuesday. Get, get Hernandez to come in and do as whistle. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> and Jeff Jarson not that much these days, so you might be able to get him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's some interesting ones coming out in the chat room. Go on. Um, Roddy Piper. Right. Uh, Chuck Norris. Pretty quick. Yeah. Chuck Norris. <laughs> the show Stealer. Alex Shane, yeah. Um, Tommy Boyd. We could probably sort that one out. We could, actually. Yeah. yeah. Easy, easy, calm the language. Easy money. <laughs> He's just well, we might, as well, we might as well say whenever um, they're over for the tour, we might as well say Finley, our hometown boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Finley. yeah, 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 definitely. Bring Finley in, yeah. In that case, you've got to bring Hornswoggle in. <laughs> but you just hear, ah, Just because, ah. you know what? I'd love to I, see. I would kill that little bugger. <laughs> <laughs> he, he could run around under the table and sort out all the audio issues with the cabling and everything. <laughs> no, I, I was just thinking, I'd love to see Hornswoggle in the studio with Sky. Oh yeah, my dog. <laughs> that would oh yeah, that'd be frightening. The that'd dog's bigger than him. It'd be fun. Raven is one. Spud is yeah. one. Yeah, definitely. We could possibly get Spud. Mm. Jay, we'll work Jay on this. Lethal. It's a concept we've only just thought. One Scottish heat said. Jay Lethal. Yeah, that'll be good. Isn't Teddy Biasi over for that? Uh, that um, signing. Wrestle Slam or yeah. whatever it is. He might be. Andy, Ooh, don't yeah. do a don't do a Jay Lethal impression, I'm, Andy. I'm, oh, all right. 
<laughs> yes, and I'll tell you who else is over for memorabilia is uh, the lovely, <laughs> vibracious. Where do you get Sitch. this word vibracious from? I read it on a website once. Oh, okay. I've heard of vivacious, but that's vib- the one. That's it. Vivacious, <laughs> not vibracious. Not vibracious. Vibracious is not a word. That gives across the wrong image, really. It does. At the Evans's word of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, from Scotland, not, you know. He's not having a coffee. Leave him a break. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> oh dear, I'm nursing a hangover. Y- yes, he is. He is nursing a hangover. Oh, what were what were you up to then last night? Go on, Andy. Um, I just went to dinner with a few friends and kind of had a bit too and, many Stellas. And one drink turned into two drinks, and two drinks turned into a wee bit more. Yeah, but <laughs> anybody who knows me knows that one drink is enough. But I only had four, and hey, I wasn't driving. Good job. Very much. (laughs) Anyway. Right, with that, should we close out the show? I think we got one more call who wants to come through. Have we? I'll pause the music now. We'll we'll get on and let them get on here, sure. Okie dokie, guys. Well, thanks very much for your call. Not a problem. Take care, guys. We'll speak to you next week. Take it easy. See you later. Bye. 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 Okay, if that caller wants to come in, that is Azzy. Right, okay. Who is desperate to come through. If that's a call, come. That will call him. Okay. I'm trying to call him. There we go. <laughs> the wonders. To... Of, oh, we uh, connected. Hello, Mr. Azino Massa. Oh, I feel so special when somebody calls me. <laughs> <laughs> A radio show calling its listeners instead of the other way around. It's mad. <laughs> yes, I, I'm not going to say it's pitiful because it's mad, but some people might consider it like that. <laughs> 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 no, it's. I, I really appreciate it, guys. Anyways, uh, SmackDown segment with Miz and Morrison was brilliant. I miss you know, them as a tag team. I'm, I'm just looking back at the pictures on WWE.com, and it, it does actually look like a pretty entertaining segment. I'm going to have to catch up with that. I've got SmackDown. I just haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Right. Ugh. No, I, I mean, seriously, the the idea of uh, separating the ring in two halves and the stand-up uh, stand between them, that was real great. And TNA is wow the countdown for bound for glory was a lot like in a style of ufc countdowns it, it really gave it that real shoot feel for it, it i did. mean we see yes uh, yeah. okay we i mean we see lashley training we see guys talking like it's a real deal people who don't know about pro wrestling who are not marks or just normal marks they will really bite and believe it and that's what wwe is missing some uh, new creative ideas like this so exactly. You, are you getting in to actually like the TNA product now? Uh, my tongue is burning, but yes. <laughs> I think, you know, for a lot of people, it's going to hinge on tonight. If they, they make some good decisions on the, the winners and losers of matches and the way it's all booked tonight, which they should, it should go, you know, in a very positive direction, I think. I mean, this is the one they've been gearing up yeah. for. So uh, I think following this pay-per-view, they're going to prove to a lot of people that they are a, a complete alternative to WWE and they're going in the right direction. So this could be a good one. This is make or break for them, basically. Oh, exactly. completely. Yeah. Oh, and on Impact, you saw the match between uh, that fall, uh, False count anywhere. Match between those two chicks is I don't remember who was in uh, the Hamada and Alyssa Flash. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it reminded me a lot of uh, Lita versus Doxy when they had their awesome hardcore matches. Maybe not as many props uh, or anything, but solid all around the arena wrestling. Really? Yeah, very good. I mean, that moonsault at the end of the match from the, from the yeah. ring to the outside and through the table. 
Definitely. One thing I'm really afraid about Bound for the Glory is letting Scott Steiner anywhere near Full Metal Mayhem. I'm afraid <laughs> he will just look at the ladder and his hip will break or his knees will buckle or whatever, but he will not walk out there alive or in one piece. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. He's, um, you know, he's got to be coming towards the end of his career now. It's that it, there's not so much he can do in the ring. He can't take <sighs> any big falls or anything. Um, he can throw people around. That's about it now. I mean, seriously, that is weird. I I like uh, Team 3D in there just because I love their table spot. Get the tables. It's really yeah. nice. Has he got to be uh, stale though? fans still like it and I mean if fans bite I don't think it's got to stale yeah I don't what else was on this week what was this for a week so the hosts oh those two chicks right oh, the well, Maria Menounos the, and uh, Na- uh, what was her name huh? really was don't the care they did Nancy quite Dillel, but it? yeah well they did quite good did nothing special but no, no all sharp Charlton level definitely. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm looking for Snoop Dogg. Yes, I want to say that uh, he did quite good in WrestleMania. And, uh, he was master of ceremony, so whatever guy can talk and hell, why not? What I'm most uh, waiting is Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, that's going to be funny. The whole was classic. All of them. <laughs> no, just Ozzy at the moment. It's supposed to be, but oh. he'll, he'll probably bring the rest of them with him. Sharon. I want to see one thing. He will drive in an arena in his car just because he's so damn happy that he got the finally got the license. <laughs> <laughs> and he will be drunk while doing it, and some couple suspend him for that. Anyway. <laughs> nice, oh, nice. What, what do you think about the uh, the news about Shane McMahon? Uh, what? About well, the him fact res- that he's resigning. Left. There's definitely. A vo- I think it's a vote. Now we were t- we were talking about that before we went on air tonight, and I hadn't even considered the possibility it might be a work. But then I checked the WWE corporate website, and they've announced that he's officially resigned. So normally they won't, you know, uh, have storylines interfering in the corporate side of the company, and they they have announced it on the corporate website. So I think it is legit. Yeah, but what was the last time when business? Oh, about the Donald Trump buying Raw. It also, although that, that could have been a lesson for them. That's I don't know. A good point. It did go on corporate. Yeah. That's a very good point. I still say he's going to TNA. Trust me. No. MMA. I promotion. don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it uh, as, as straight as to intern, I can say, no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> I take that as a no then. <laughs> you will take it right, sir. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I've been told. <laughs> but I really want to want you to guys to have a double and dime as get as guest host on him. Who Dominic Dominic Bond Diamond? Weed filled evening. I would buy I would buy some pot for myself and home. RVD. Listen with a couple of my friends, and that would be fun to call in and talk with the dub. We'll, we'll try and get it organized. Yeah, why yeah, not? definitely. So you want Rob live for two yes, hours? Yes, with pot. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of a prerequisite for the See, for him coming on. If if we did bring Rob on live for two hours, would you guys want to uh, call in a bit more? Hell yeah! <laughs> okay, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, I, I just had an email from him anyway, so I think we can uh, probably get something sorted. Yeah. Um, yeah. What one last thing? I really hope you guys do something with Legends and Champions again. 
a couple of more shows like that because uh, I, I saw you're going to make the torrent of it. I can't wait because I missed out on some 10 or 11. LAC's been talked about. Um, was, I've got to say this because Lee doesn't read the chat room because we've got two separate PCs. I produce um, and you do the chat room. <laughs> yeah. LAC's been talked about a lot tonight and a lot of people have asked for some of the archives now they have all been taken offline because we don't have the website anymore so excuse me i've said that i'll make a torrent up and we'll stick it up on one of the sites and they can download it um but there is something going on about can we possibly do the odd lac eventually i think we can probably do that i mean if we do what we could do is have um you know you guys listeners uh, email in or let us know what topics that you want covered and then we'll we'll do a show yeah that's Halloween cool. Havoc 92 and Chamber of Horrors match we covered it yeah we did that because <laughs> I recently rewatched that match boy oh boy oh boy was that a big shit fest Abdullah the Butcher sat there shaking in the chair with the uh, getting electrocuted yes he looked more like he was jacking off uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear that was good. Yes, but I liked the idea about the they cam. That was the only good thing about that match. Yeah, yeah, they should do more of that. That's another yes. thing TNA could do. Let's ride them a leather now. <laughs> yes. Why not? Okay, guys, I guess you must come to end then. Yeah, it's really a bit, uh, what is it, about quarter past nine now? It yeah, is... we, better start, we better start finishing oh, up, I guess. Last thing, uh, congratulations to the uh, baker for Hitman who, who won the book, Lucky Batter. Oh, Bastard. yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, new, new listeners listener. coming in all the time, and oh, uh, he said. Wait, did you see on Facebook that Jeremy is soon going to cut his hair off? Is he? Yeah, he wrote on Facebook. Wow. Is he? Yeah. Well, that's what the invites about. Okay. okay interesting. Cool, thanks for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. <Sleepy>, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Azzy, we will see um, you next, next Sunday. Three hours. Oh yeah. What? Three hours. Three hours? Access for yeah. an hour. Oh, right, hour okay. Ministry, Jesus, three hours. scared the shit out of me. Okay. Uh, All right, good. See you next week. Guys. Take Bye. care. And that's it. Phone lines are off. Awesome. It's a good and I'm going to turn tonight. off that stupid bloody Thank you. thing. Oh. Phil, Andy, Phil. So, next week, as we mentioned, three hours we will be on Air Force, starting at six o'clock. Uh, which is 1pm Eastern Time. What is going to happen is we are going to be taking access for one hour and we're going to be looking at the biggest release of the year, Smackdown vs. Raw 2010. You and I are going to be road testing it. We're going to be coming up with our own creative storyline ideas and we're also going to be looking at launching potentially a Smackdown related competition. Yes, we are. Well, we, we, we talked about it on uh, on Access a bit as well, didn't we? So, yeah, uh, yeah we'll... We'll definitely be doing something, uh, a SmackDown-related competition, and we've talked about the details about it. We'll, we'll go into more uh, more information about it next week. I think. Yes. Yeah? Sounds yes. good? That's awesome. it. Okay. Yes, and then next week we are back anyway for Ministry Slam, two hours. All Bound for Glory reviews will be in there as well. Yep. And Bragging Rights will be predicted. Bra- bragging Rights will be predicted, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we get to find out if... Um, yeah, what happened with TNA Bound for Glory? I am actually really looking forward to this pay-per-view. For the first time in a long time, I'm looking forward to seeing a, a wrestling pay-per-view, yeah. Definitely. Do you know Completely. what I'm going to do? I'm going to try and find the um, Legends and Champions uh, 
There it is, Legends of Champions. I'm going to play the Legends of Champions theme to uh, really? to play us out. Yeah, why not? Uh, <laughs> LAC uh, theme. Let's join the group. There we go. Joined. Right, okay. Uh, we're going to play us out with the, the Legends of Champions theme. Uh, so we will see you guys next week. Uh, possibly have a guest next week. Who knows? We've got possibly. some... Uh, some uh, fingers in some pies so we'll try and uh, get you sorted out with the guests next week and is obviously full bound for glory eh? is it raspberry no oh. uh, full bound for glory coverage and preview of uh, the WWE pay-per-view uh, Smackdown we're going to be talking about the game uh, lots of stuff going down next week so for Lee and Andy Ministry of Slam we'll see you next week take it easy school days it's the legends and champions podcast with your hosts lee tyers and andy evans